It sounds real good. Like, real good. I want to talk about dirty things. So, well, let's get into it. So here we are again for your next edition of uh, Noodles Whole Bowl. Uh, we're coming to you from the, uh, the confines of the dugout. Uh, deep in the mountains of Northern Virginia or, or, or whatever you call this place around here. But tonight, today, uh, whatever you want to call it, wherever you're from, we got Mr. Anthony Barnes. This is a guy I served with in the Army uh, way back in the mid-90s. And uh, we both retired. Uh, we left Fort Bragg to do different things different ways, but he went his way. And I'm going to let him tell you more about himself. But without further ado... Tony Barnes, what's up, Tony? Tell, hey, where are you calling me? Where are we? Where are you from right now? You're from the homestead, right? You're at home now. Yeah, I'm in North Carolina now. Yeah. So he's in North Carolina, and this is something funny, Navi. That I learned last time we were down from a soccer tournament, and Tony drove four hours or whatever it was, something crazy to come visit with us and watch Holden play. Uh, something that as veterans and 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 something we can put out there that's kind of good info is uh. He lives in a retirement community. He has a daughter. So this is a guy, and you're going to find out through our conversation, that this is a guy that it doesn't matter where he's going to live. You're not going to mess with him or his, you know what I mean? But anyways, he decided to move because of his job takes some traveling and such. So he qualifies to live with, like, fifty those places you see, 55-plus, right, Barnes? Is that, I'm, right, I'm on the right thing, right? Like yeah, you but there, st- ain't, there, there ain't an age thing here, though. But, yeah, oh, it's yeah. kind of kind of like a Del Rey neighborhood. Oh, yeah. They advertise it. They advertise that shit. So if I ever do buy a spot, that's what I'm looking for. I want 55 and up. Because then you ain't got weirdos living next to you messing with your kids. Like, he's got a daughter that he feels about. He's got to go away. And, you know, it's safe. Uh, So anyways, so Barnes and I go back. So you were in the Army. Tell Tell us. I know, but let the people know, Barnes. Like, especially, like, I like to think of this when we talk. Um. You know, we're going to hit some current events, hopefully, in this. But, you know, it's like me and you, We although we've touched base and stuff, but I think a lot of this is for our listeners. Some of our old buddies are going to hear. So they're going to want to listen to what's Barnes doing. They know you went on to retire, but really, what did Barnes do? So here we are, and we're going to talk about it. So uh, from Fort Bragg, let us just go. Well, let me just tell you, Sergeant Barnes, or he was Corporal Barnes when I first got to Fort Bragg, was a fucking wild dick, a mean, like, just one of those guys. The people when the army says, "Hey, the hardest, the, the hardest dude in the army is a corporal." He 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 tried to live that shit. He was a dick, uh, but he was a he I was, was, a, I was yeah. A you were weren't you like that's a, but hey, it was cool though. Everybody knew it. It wasn't like you you weren't a dick during the day and then cool guy at night. No, Barnes was a dick. Corporal Barnes was a dick. Uh oh, click the drag. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we're good. Sorry, no, I something happened, but we're good. So uh, that's how uh. That's went down. Barnes was next to me, was roommate, him and, and Contrado. Hopefully, when you share this, we'll mention his name. He'll get to hear his. He was like your counterpart. He was like the, uh, your Robin if you were Batman. So you had Contrado <laughs> and me and Billy in next door, and then there was Barnes. So he was a team leader. Uh, at the time, you were a team leader and then were a squad leader of an, in another platoon. But because we were NCOs, we lived on the same floor and next to each other, that kind of shit. So what did you do after you left Fort Bragg? After I left Fort Bragg, I got sent down to Dahlonega. I was a ranger instructor. I had planned on being an Op 4 guy. Right. Because I was was still an E5 promotable. I wasn't an E6. So I had no plans on being an instructor. I was like, hell yeah, man. Yeah, let me go play games. Right. But uh, 
when I got there, the Sergeant Major goes, well, you've got squad leader time. I'm like, yes, sir, I do, Sergeant Major. And he went, you're going to be an RI. And I'm like, I'm an E5. And he goes, who's running this show, me or you? Right. Oh, I, was like, I was like, okay, hey, man, you're cool. if you're good with it, I'm good with it. Right. So but, dude, that was, that was miserable. That was like being being the only E5 in a building full of E6s, E7s, and E8s. It was horrible. Right. I'm going I'm to touch on that, but go ahead. Keep talking. Yeah, well. Hold on a I second, Tony. Hold on, hold on. What? Yeah. Oh, what? Did you hit record? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think so. We did it. Right. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, it's got a little icon, yeah. but go ahead. So you went there. So, you became an RI. You weren't supposed to be, but you were, of course. Yeah, I wound, I wound up doing it. And then I was on orders to go to Hawaii on 9-11. And 9-11 happened. I was walking a patrol on 9-11. I was in a recruiting station in Chattanooga, Tennessee. But go ahead. Yeah. I, was in, I was in Devil's Kitchen getting doing water resupply next to a creek. <laughs> nice. Listen to this. This is real talk. And a lot of guys will hear this and they'll bring back good memories. Go ahead. But, uh, you know, I was supposed to leave. Right. You know, I've been there almost three years, so it was time for me to go. Right, right. But the next day when we came out of the woods, you know, uh, Everybody was lined up outside of S1 going, hey, we're getting out of here. And I'm like, shit, I got to get in this line. Right. And the sergeant major walked up, and he closed the door, and he went, ain't nobody leaving. And he looked at me, and I was like, I'm on orders. And he went, there's two ways this can work. <laughs> he goes, you can cancel your 4187, and right. it will be referred favorably by the battalion. Right. And I was like, what's option B? <laughs> and he just looked at me real mean, and he goes, you want to hear option B? And I'm like, yeah, because I ain't digging option A. He went, option Option B is I cancel your orders and it's remembered unfavorably by battalion. And right. I was like, well, shit, that ain't much of a choice. Either way, you're still going to bring your ass here doing what we're about to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So I canceled them, but it was still remembered unfavorably by the battalion. He's, he rode my ass till the day he left. Unbelievable. But, like, really? But because I had already been there three years, dude, I, I knew how to pitch all the classes. So right. toward the end, end of my time there, I was an E6. I got promoted while I was there. Right. But you know, I had E7s that the first sergeant would stick under me until they got up to speed. Right, so they could figure out what to do. You were always that guy. Barnes was like, you know what I mean? I knew, listen, I knew what I needed to know when I needed to know it. But I didn't know it beforehand. You know what I mean? It wasn't in my pocket. Barnes was one of those guys that had it in his pocket. You know what I mean? He could answer the questions before the test. I couldn't answer him before the test. I answered him during the test somehow. You know what I mean? I had my ways. But yeah, yeah. So go ahead. So what yeah, happened but, after there? So you stay at, they tell you you're staying, right? So then what happens? You train that? Well, I wound up stuck here another two years. Right. So that was when everybody went off to Afghanistan. Right, no one. Everybody, everybody came back from Afghanistan. Right. And everybody went off to Iraq. And here we are still stuck. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, how do I get out of this place? <laughs> Not that you want to go to war, but you wanted to get off the hill. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know, right, right. So finally, they were like, all right, all you do, you've been here almost five years. And I'm like, yeah, you won't let me go. Right, you were homesteading, bro. You were fucking dude, homesteading. Malingering is what they called it. Go ahead, dude, malingering I was, ass. I, I was that way everywhere I went. I was, right. almost six, I was almost six years at Bragg. Right. I was five and a half years at RTB. Right. 
And then I finally got out of RTV and they sent me to the 101st. Yeah, that's where I see all your history, mate. I see all the big, I see your soldiers comment and stuff. And that's something about Facebook I like to see, even though, even though in a few hours I'm out of Facebook jail, motherfuckers. And I'm going to go buy weed. Uh, Sorry, that's the game. (laughs) But listen, yeah, yeah, like that's one thing I know. And that's one thing I like Facebook. I like to see. I was like, okay, yeah, so I know Barnes. retired but what did he do in that meantime so and then I, when i go on facebook i can see like some of your soldiers comment i know who's who was a soldier who worked beside you i can tell just by their comments you know what I mean? yeah. some of them you think yeah. man if a private said that i might got some balls but yeah, yeah i get what you're saying but go yeah, ahead probably. so how was that what unit were you in at, at the 101st i was in fourth brigade the 506 and when right. i was one i was one of the dudes that stood it up yeah and um that's cool so when I got there, a buddy of mine who so was, oh, oh so you stood it up. That means you started this unit. You the unit was not there. You still we're gonna explain this to our people. So yeah. you stood it up. So this is this falls into what we're talking about how our government works. So you stood up in a unit. Where did you get equipment from? Where did oh, your dude, equipment we were, from? We were the bastards of Fort Campbell. Everybody right. sent all their broke ass shit. Broke ass shit, right? Broke ass shit. But you made it work, right? No yeah, choice. guess what we left in Afghanistan a couple weeks back, apparently. New shit. No, no, broke-ass shit. They told us it was broke, remember? We left broke-ass shit, so, and broke-ass shit don't, I tell them like I tell my people, fuck off, we made broke-ass shit work all the time in war. That's what the fuck we had, dude. We weren't prepared. Yeah. We didn't have the right dude. shit when we started this, but go ahead. Dude, so, my first deployment to Iraq with the 101st, they sent me over there with an M14 with a fucking broken bolt in it. <laughs> Now, do, do, if you seriously think that Tony Barnes went to war with a broken... No, nah, I know you didn't. I, I know, but we, look, and we can talk about how'd you repair that situation. I, I bought me a fucking boat and put that motherfucker... Listen to it. Everybody's like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. So this is where we validate some of that validation I talked to you about, uh, Naveed. So I remember back at a time at Fort Bragg, and I was at E5, young E5, I think. Uh, Barnes, you were a young E5. Um... Massengale was old. He's old. Billy is old at everything he was. So he was an old E5. Fuck it. He might have just been promoted, but he's an old ass E5. There you go, Billy. Fuck you. I tried to get him online tonight, but of course he didn't answer. Anyways. Massengale had already been out of the army and came back in twice. Yeah, he was like a sergeant major of the fucking world then. Oh, no. But so remember this. Now you remember this probably. Uh, one of my, our first real, real, like, tough missions, Navi. Like, real army shit. Like, we were the 82nd Airborne Division. Now, you see my hair and you see Tony's hair. He's unsat. His hair, he got too much hair on the side of his head for the way we used to work, bro. And you're looking at yep. a bald guy right now. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, cause when, we, <laughs> when we were here, this right here would have been skipped. Oh, uh, yeah, we were going to mess you up. Valson would have said something to you, bro. So, yeah. so remember, we, we had this thing. So it was a very prestigious unit, a lot of history, you know, 82nd Airborne Division, most decorated unit in the Army since blah, blah, whatever. One of the details we did when we like we had certain phases, so we were in train-up phase or we were on call for 18 hours, wheels up, or we were in a, a, a just a standby, go help post do shit clean up garbage and shit so during this one period we had to do funerals do you remember what i'm talking about it's real close to home right in lumberton yeah. north carolina i don't even know if we got into the, we buried a navy guy right and, and correct me yeah. in, in this story i've yeah. told this story and people are like whatever so we buried this navy dude the kind of funny thing about it was he was missing a leg nothing funny about missing a leg fat back if you're listening to us uh 
Nothing funny about missing a leg, but this dude, so we, we had jokes, of course. The guy was already dead. Long time dead. Old guy. We were like, oh, this side's light and all this stuff, whatever. <laughs> so it was funny. But just as a story about dumbass privates and, and NCOs like myself and Sergeant Barnes lived in the barracks. We lived in the barracks with the soldiers. Most NCOs were, you know, with their well, old lady or, yeah, with their old lady or out on the economy. No, we was in the barracks with these motherfuckers, always getting us in trouble. So we were on this detail, and we had soldiers was to bury a guy, like, you know, full military funeral, you know, 21 gun salute. It was actually, you know, three rounds of seven. So seven fires, bang, bang, bang. So you were in charge of that. Were you in charge of that detail, or was it some? Yeah, you were in charge, in charge of the firing squad? I was in squad. charge of the firing detail. And who was it? Let's name names now. We can name names. It was a, it was a young soldier. Fucking blank. Yeah, who was it? What's his name? Lions. Lions. That's his name. Jason Lions. No, no. Jason's Lions was our Lions. You had your Lions. Michael yeah, Lions. Michael, Michael Lions. Yeah. yeah, Michael D. Lions. He's on Facebook. Uh, so Michael Lyons left the, listen, Navid, he left the blank round. So when we did those things, we went out to, you know, Lumberton, North Carolina to bury this dude. We're, you know, soldiers, all strapped, paratroopers, you know, spit, shine, you know, jump boots, berets, all cool back in those days. Bang, bang. Right. So we, we go, we get down there and we, we were at the funeral and, and everybody's like, all right, we get this. We got the flag, you know, for the car. Right, you got to give a little pre for it. Oh, That's go ahead. Go ahead. You do it, man. It's on you. Tell them what happened. I, I forget yeah. most of it. That's what's great about it. Go ahead. This is so probably, oh, hold on. Take a break though. This is probably the problem. Barnes from the 30, med 30 different medications that uncle Sam gave me that some of them were two and three. And you understand you probably had soldiers who went through it. I then DX all that shit. And DX is a military term. And this is what I do. I partake in the cannabis, and today's program is going to be brought to us, if we get good, by uh, Chem de la Chem, 30% THC, the best weed on the planet. Your boy knew it was a smoke it. Totally legal. All right, now get back to where we were. So finish this. This story is good. Like, this is, do you, did you tell this story, like, in your career, like, to other people? Yeah. And they were like, nah, -uh. or were they like, yeah, holy shit. We had, we, had, we had funeral detail, and the first thing I did before they got in the van, I'm like, who's got the fucking blank? Number one. All right, tell this story. So we, we go to go, right? Go ahead. Yeah, so before, right before we get in the van, everybody's out there, got the uniform on a hanger. All the NCOs are going through the uniforms, making sure they're right. I look at Lyons and I'm like, you got the blanks. And he shows me a beret full of blanks. Right. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember the blanks. Like, and that's, and my memory's fucked up, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you know, I'm like, all right, everybody go take a piss, put right. your shit in the van. We're out. Yeah. We had cool vans. Now we had the dude who, dude who showed up in case somebody got killed on the way and he had his uniform. So right, right, right. We had a spare. Whose was that? Was that Forey's? I forgot who it was, who was the spare. Right. But, uh, hey, uniform the, Billy had. We get all the way to Lumberton, and, you know, we're putting on our uniform. That's like an hour from Bragg. You know that, right? So it's like at least yeah. an hour from where at we were. At least an hour. Yeah. No way we're going back. No, no way in hell we can yeah. make it back and back again. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Lyons rolls up to me and he goes, uh, we got a problem, Sergeant. And I'm like, what problem do we got? We here. Everybody got uniforms. We got guns. We got a flag. We're right. good. Right. He goes, I left the blanks. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean you left the blanks? He goes, I left my beret on the CQ desk with the blanks in it. And I'm like, are you I, fucking See, and they were correcting the story. I always thought he left them on the bunk. Go ahead. Lyons left them on the CQ desk. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you so watch that stogie. Yeah. So now we're riding around Lumberton looking in farm stores. 
feed stores, right. Kmart. We're looking anywhere for 223 rounds because we got to have something that makes a gun go bang. Hey, listen to me, break. Not all of us were fucking rednecks and these hunters and all this. When we joined the army, a lot of us got bribed into what the fuck we did in the army. So we didn't have, we didn't know our ass in the holy ground when it came to weapons and shit. So we had no rounds. We had no, we were not going to be able to make bang, bang, bang like we were supposed to. Yeah, yeah. So Barnes told us, hey, da 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 da, two two three. I'm a redneck. That fit. That fit. Did we even have M4s there? We had uh, M16s. Yeah, we had just got M4s. So we just got M4s. So we had them. We weren't that cherry. So we had M4s, and they were like, "Oh man, we need some rounds." He's like, "We can get two two three rounds from Walmart or something." Isn't that where you got them? We got them at Kmart. Kmart. They don't even fucking have Kmart no more. Uh, Kmart, Kmart saved our ass. Like, that's another American company. Fucking shit. God damn it. Yeah. But, but not blanks, so, though, right? No. No. Live rounds. They don't have blanks at Kmart. Yeah. We buy live rounds. Live rounds. Yeah. Go I'll ahead. Go. So he buys these live rounds, right? Yeah. So I pay for a box of 20 live rounds out of my pocket. And He's... I'm like, okay. So we get to the friggin' cemetery, and I'm like, all right, how are we going to do this? Because blanks, you can kind of mask. Live rounds, you ain't masking if we don't No, right. no. Uh-uh. So I picked a one dude. I can see that kid's face. I can't think of his name. He was a little Latino kid, dark skinned kid. Uh, from who's from which platoon? I was can't my, remember. Because we sort of split platoons, didn't we? It was like my yeah. platoon. It was a Godoy. We always try. That dude comes up, and we can't find him on Facebook. And I just mentioned these soldiers so that hopefully, if someone hears this, they say, "Oh, Godoy, I know him." Or you know, you find, now this kid. This kid's name started with an R. I distinctly remember that. Yeah, but. Anyway, he was the shithead. That's what his name is. All yeah. of his name shithead. Everybody, your name. Oh, your name Smith. Okay, nice to meet you, shithead. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead. So I load him up with four bullets. He had four. Because I wanted the gun to cycle so that it didn't have an open bolt, so nobody would know that we were bullshit. See that redneck shit right there, ladies and gentlemen. I wouldn't have known that. Guess what? Noodles would have got three rounds, and that shit wouldn't have cycled. It would have went pop, pop, kachunk, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> So we go out there and the little the flag, the coffin detail marches this dude out. And this is a black funeral too, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember the church, man. This was a good it was a good funeral. Don't get me wrong. It was a good funeral. And we did great. I say we were goofing off and stuff, but like the, the soldiers that did the perform their duties, that's the thing about soldiers, regardless of how much we dig off and you think we yeah, when the time comes detail, we funeral, perform. Funeral detail is the one thing you don't screw up. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We had jokes, but we didn't mess but it up. I remember when y'all put the casket down there, there was people jumping in the damn grave. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So they finally in, in get the grave? That fish. Yeah, they missed them. Yeah, oh. they were sad he was gone. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, soldiers. If, you ain't, if you've never been to a black funeral or a black church, it's an experience you need oh, to do yeah, yeah. once in your Especially life. Especially down south, like that's how I got into it. Like I remember when I worked with Xerox, there was a certain church Keisha was like, yo, that church is gonna be a different experience. But I used to sell them copiers. And I you know, I got to meet the preacher and all them first, the people who dealt with the money off. So they were always cool when they invited me to church, you know. But you know me, I get along with everybody. They thought it was cute, them old ladies when I go to church. Oh, Mr. Jason, yeah, I'll come to church again. No, nope. I got that contract. Had to go on. Had to go on to the next church. About that about that signature. But we did yeah. the funeral and then We it, did the funeral <laughs> and when they when it come time to shoot, it was it was only one boo with a gun. Everybody else was faking the fun. Right, everybody else was faking. So you got seven people 
everybody's supposed to be firing around, right? Want three volleys of seven. Isn't that right? Three volleys yep. of seven. Look at that military talk. Three volleys of seven. But normally and you so, have blanks. So the first normally it's blanks when every, we're out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Everywhere is blanks. Yeah, yeah. When we're out here, yeah, because you're out here in the, like you're at, you know. You're in the middle of town. Yeah, you're like, you could be at Pastor Timothy's church, you know what I mean? Burying some soldier. It doesn't matter what. It's not like, at a, like, like, go ahead. And live rounds are louder than blanks? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a big difference. Right, so yeah, was, huge difference between live rounds. Yeah. One was worth it. The one one covered all of it. Oh, yeah, one covered all of it. Yeah, it was. So, it's so loud. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one covered all of it plus so. Yeah, and, but we knew. No one else knew. And I'm sure anybody that heard it that wasn't that weren't in on the end yeah. thought it sounded amazing because a lot of yeah, time because, you'll hear because, popcorn. Like, you know, a volley will go, bang. But, it, like, if they're not all on... And you got seven <laughs> fucking Joker soldiers, especially one of them that leaves all the rounds in his beret back at the CQ desk. Shit like that happens. You hear this <laughs> three times instead of bang, 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 yeah. when all seven of them are supposed to be on. So that's that. So the, the, the when they were loud, it was like, cut out, cut out, cut out. Yeah, it was real, you know what I mean? And then yeah, we got we sounded, got the fuck out of there, didn't we? Yeah, it sounded beautiful. <laughs> when it was over, that old dude, I'll never forget him. He come up, he shook my hand, he goes, sorry. That was the best fire and detail I ever heard. That shit was real. It was. Uh, yes, it I said, we, so try, we, 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 we try to make sure that, you know, we, we respect the, the deceased. And I looked there, but I'm like, get the fucking Yeah, we world. had no idea where those rounds were coming down. Them soldiers, we had fire, and they, were, they didn't know if they could hit shit anyways. Now, nevertheless, yeah. shooting in the middle of the town like that. Yeah, that so was now, cool. we're, now we're at Fort Bragg watching the news, making sure there wasn't a killing in Lumberton. Right. Well, I wasn't. You know, I ended up being at, somehow I got snaked into going to the beach. Remember, I ended up in a ditch? Yeah. <laughs> and the old lady cutting her yard. I think I told that story before. Well, that was after that. Remember? The old lady was yep. calling the CQ, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. And Billy was getting trapped in it, too. That was that's why I wanted him to come out. That was a fun story. But yeah, we shot live rounds down there, like totally, yeah. and it was good. Hey, and everybody said it was the best funeral they had ever. Heard. Yeah, I think they had like a party afterwards, right? Like food. They invited. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was slamming, they dude. Like that was the kind of shit you don't know goes on. Yeah, we had these, and guys like us were in charge of that. We had and we had like these eighteen passenger vans full of soldiers. Like we were in strange foreign lands. Like, but well, we we went to a bar, did karaoke or something, did we? Like, yeah. yeah. Yo, they got, yeah. Who got naked? It wasn't me. Was, was it, it Billy? Ooh, who would say his name? Joiner. It was one Ryan of those Joyner. cats. Yeah, it was one of the younger kids. Like we're in the hotel bar. Like, no, it was Billy. It or was it me? We were doing no, karaoke. It, it was it had to been Billy. No, I can't remember. One of us turned around. The other one was naked. Doing karaoke at this bar, and that's how we knew it was time to leave. And I think you guys had already went back to brag. It was that late. Do you remember? It was like a Holiday Inn, and they had a bar in the basement. We were done. I remember, I remember the story. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had already grabbed up everybody. That yeah, everybody that didn't want to be part of that nonsense. Yeah, that's how it was. And Barnes was good for that. It wasn't like, oh, you guys, look, man, y'all NCOs handle your business. You know what I mean? <laughs> he knew he was about to get it in. We got it in. I ended yeah, up, to, this, I ended up this, telling him I got caught in a ditch. Y'all were grown ass men, you know. I ain't, I ain't your babysitter. We just mama. didn't act like it, bro. It was crazy <laughs> that time. Remember, and I ended up running into that girl from home, right? The girl from the volleyball. That. This girl was from Boonesboro, Maryland. No, not even Boonesboro, Smithsburg, Maryland. Like, 
you know, hundreds of miles away. She went to some crazy small college to play volleyball. We run into her at a bar. Remember, what was it, Cagney's or one of those bars at Fort Bragg that we went to all the time? Dude. We had a time there, man. Dude, if my wife knew half the shit we did at Cagney's, I would be... She did, so you much. didn't do none of it, brother. Uh, you were the good one. Tony was the good yeah. one. I was the one that kept everybody out of trouble. Tried to. 100% though, really. He was one of the good ones. Remember, and like he lived next door. So we live in World War II barracks. So they, they were cinder block buildings, right? And and we they were building these new ones. They called like Starship or something. Fucking Millennium Falcon barracks down there. I remember they, they had all kinds of shit. But we were the last grunts. We were the last anybody moved out of them barracks, right? We didn't have ceiling towels and shit. Like it was a fucking hey. ghetto. Right? I was trying to find a, I was trying to find a picture of you, right? To show to show my wife, she's like, I remember him, but I can't remember what he looks like. So I was looking through your pictures. Yeah, did and you I find found him? a picture of you in BDU pants with no shirt, with the ceiling was, falling out. Yeah, you could see the ceiling falling out. As soon as she saw that picture, she goes, "I remember those raggedy ass barracks, right?" And with look, a black mold. There's black mold and shit. I told one woman from a college. She had just got her like a masters or something like she invited me to family dinner in raleigh north carolina i told her i was a lieutenant and all this shit and one time i brought her back to the barracks and you know i wasn't but everybody in the barracks knew that they were saluting me and shit like yeah what's up and right on my door sure shit i think it was a specialist i think it was an e4 maybe it's a specialist anderson specialist massingale is both of us I was like, uh, this someone needs to change that. Then walked out of the room with the skunk. Yeah, it was a great time, man. We had fun back there. Yeah, it was just paper with sharpie. Well, like we had the worst, man. Hey, dude, I I used to tell privates about how we lived as young E fours and young E fives. Yeah, because these dudes are living in two two rooms. Yeah, I wanted to hear about this. Yeah, with a bathroom they share, with right? With a bathroom and a kitchenette. And I'm kitchenette. like, man, you motherfuckers don't realize how good you got it. And they're like, these barracks suck. Like, bitch, you ain't never had to live in black mold barracks. And they don't believe it. Like, you know, and my dad and them probably lived in some harder shit than we lived in, but that shit sucked. That shit they're living in now does not suck. No, that, 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 that's better than an apartment they can get out here down Northern Virginia. It's fancy ass shit. Well, we're, so uh, we're all getting softer, right? We are, yeah. Barnes again. So Barnes, you went from the army. So you went to. So what happened? You went as a squad leader to Fort Campbell. Let's get back on track. And then after a squad, leader, so you did your time yeah, there. So I, sh- I showed up, and uh, when I showed up at reception, a buddy of mine who was an E seven in Charlie, Fifth RTB, I bumped into him, and he goes, "Hey, man." where are you at? And I said, I'm at uh, reception. He goes, Hey, are you looking for a job? And I said, hell yeah. I said, am I going to be working? Cause it was a dude named Pat Schrader and I liked him. He was a good dude. Hold on just a second. Pause. Jenny's going to listen to this. We're going to get busted anyways, but we should burn incense. Dude, man, like I'm pissed off. Look, this is a break. This is a commercial break. Fucking Navid. Fucking. I'm not allowed to smoke in the studio, Bard. (laughs) In this one, yeah, man, like we gotta tell his wife, man, we gotta let her know, right? Just tell her, just be like, yo, or we can burn incense and just lie. I'd burn incense and just lie, Fuck. make things easier she's, on everybody. She's gonna, she's she's gonna, gonna see it us. anyway. She knows karate. She dude. watches it as soon as I post it. So. Like, you gotta check. Well, she's I mean, growing. if she's watching you, you're fucked. Whole different episode. So, anyways, we're gonna talk about controlling our women on the next episode. That's probably where we go off the air. But, anyways, Bart, so you're at Fort Campbell. You're a squad leader. 
right? Yeah, so 101st the first Airborne Division, another historic unit in the United States Army, you know, jumping out of airplanes, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, so Pat gives me a job as a squad leader for him, and I'm like, cool, I'll work for you in a heartbeat. Yeah. And uh, at the time, it was just going to be the 506, and we were going to be the third battalion of the 506, which – Besides Easy Company, which was the Band of Brothers company that right. you saw on TV, right, yeah, yeah. third of the third of the five hundred six is the Very most ready. decorated battalion in the five hundred six. Right, and we were going to be third of the five hundred six. Well, right. we big nuts. Yeah, you're lucky because you'd have had to have yeah, bigger we balls. Didn't wind up with third of the five hundred six. Did y'all have big nuts though? Did you have a lot of like, guys with big oh, nuts? Okay, oh, yeah. as long as you, you know, as long as you got we nuts. we were hand picked. Wow. Every squad, every squad leader there was a tab dude. Right. All the platoon sergeants were tab dudes. All right. the first sergeants were tab dudes. Uh, Ranger tabs for you dummies. Yeah. That's so, our public. Like, and that's not a der- dummy is not a derogatory uh, word coming from me. But go ahead. So they dummies. didn't make us third of the five oh six. They made us one six one cab. They called us a Rista unit. Yeah, Rista. Like, see, I was. Uh, that's right when I was retiring. Uh, they turned all the Lurs detachments into Rista units, right? Yeah, they did away with division Lurs and put every brigade had a company of Lurs. Right, and then turned that into a Rista. Yeah, company. So right. it was one. It was one company of dismounted light infantry reconnaissance dudes, right. and then they had two cab troops with uh, mounted. Yeah, mounted. All right. Were you in a cab troop or were you dismounted? Well, we started out as Charlie Company. Right. So you you involved at all? Yeah. Yeah. And well, next thing you know, we were a cab troop. They had right. us. We went from a blue flag to a red and white flag, which ah, uh, that's going from the infantry to the cab. <laughs> so I went all. Even the Lurst detachments had an infantry uh, guide on, didn't they? Back yeah. in the day, well, but how about? I don't know if they did they change that toward Echo, the end. Echo seventeen uh, the, had an infantry flag. No, they had a calf flag. Right? Yeah, because when when, when, they, when you say calf, yeah, you mean cavalry. Cav- cavalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still have cavalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, you know the, one of the way you got the you know like. Yeah, but now they drive ta- they drive Bradleys and Humvees, not yeah. horses. Yeah, they don't ride horses anymore, but they used to. Fuckers. Yeah, but uh, so I yeah, went off, I went off with them to Iraq as an E six. On my first deployment. Right. And then while I was there, I made the E7 list and I right. got a platoon. Right. As an E6P. Yeah. So Yeah. Which you could have so done, I, Barnes. Like, I know. You handled that. Yeah. So I came I came back with them and then I got pin seven and we went off to our first Afghanistan deployment, which is the 60 minutes deployment. Right. Yeah, this dude's on 60 minutes. I didn't t- see, I didn't tell nobody none of this shit. Got, well, yeah. number one, because it slips in my mind, man. I was served as superheroes, bro. Like, you met Mouse, and this guy's another one, man. I hope to get more of them on here. But, yeah, the 60 minutes, uh, what, like, what's the name of the cop you were at or whatever there? Wilderness. Yeah, that was the name. Of the, they, they did a big thing on it. I'll have to look it up, and I'll show you. Is that on your Facebook? Somewhere? Oh, mine? No. Yeah. I have to no, S- send me the up. link or something, like. Offline. It's 60 Minutes Combat in Southwest Africa, uh, Asia. There you go. It'll so pop up. Look it up. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can put, and that's where we can get some pictures for it to put on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. While I, while I was there, I made the E8 list. Right. And uh, when we came back, I took over the company. So I went from staff sergeant to first sergeant and never left the company. Right. And. Uh, Spray the fucking Febreze. Go ahead. 
when uh I took over as first sergeant, me and the sergeant major, we kind of was bumping heads right. because I kept calling us an infantry company and he kept calling us a cavalry troop. Right, man. You were a troop, man. Get with it, troop. Yeah, well, I, I made a deal with him. I said, hey, if I can get more of my dudes in black cowboy hats, he's right, like, yeah. Stetson. Right. I said, no, black cowboy, cowboy hats. hats. Right, yeah, that's what they are. Yeah, I said, if I can get more of my guys in black cowboy hats than a cab troop, I want my blue fucking flag back. Right. And he went, and he went I'll make a deal with you. Friday, we got payday activities. Payday activities. If, I love those days. He goes, if you show up and there's more of you in black Stetsons. Right. And I'm like, cowboy hats, roger that. <laughs> he said, I'll walk right back into battalion and bring your blue guy on back to you. And I was like, Holler. so I, I, I had to sit down with my dudes and I'm like, hey, DPP. here's the deal. If we if we show out, we can fucking get our blue flag back. Right. And I was like, if you can't afford a tractor supply black cowboy hat, <laughs> right. with blue cord on it, right. I will buy it for yeah, you. Yeah, DPP, motherfucker. Sometimes you gotta spend your money. Sometimes you yeah. gotta to spend your money. Jason, you should have seen it. Yeah. When we showed up, my whole company right. was in cowboy black hats. Hat. Yeah. <laughs> and the star major, he had a fit. Dude. Yeah. He jumped up on the damn. He we were out back and it was loading docks. Right. He jumps up on the loading dock and he goes, "You sorry motherfuckers!" I thought he was talking about us. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "No." Nah. He goes, "He look goes, at these dumb go, grunts." He goes, "I want you to look to your left." Right. At Charlie Company. Right. He goes, "Every one of them's in a black hat." <laughs> black hat. A black hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. He Big goes, prop. "All you ca-, he goes, all you cab troops are getting showed up by infantry dudes." Right. Yeah. Well, of course, but yeah, that's hey, cool. And right there, he said, "Rest." Right. He turned around and walked away, and he went right to his office. And true to his word, he come back with my guy on. That's what's up, man. That's cool. Like that's the thing, you know. And it's always a, it's always like uh I mean, even though the infantry is the best, it's always like a, a, a competitive rivalry, but it's all on the same side. You know, the cavalry and you got armored, you know, tanks and shit. And you got, I don't even know what else is in. There's other kinds of people in the army, but you know what I mean? They're like, this is, they're there. They're, they're armying. Here's, here's the thing. The whole army. I fucking love them. They're my brothers and sisters and fuckwads like me, but who are they? <laughs> Well, here's the whole thing. The whole army is built to built to support the infantry. Yeah, you hear that? That's not just coming from me, man. That's coming from somebody else. I try to tell people that they're like, you don't know what you're fucking talking about, news. I'm like, listen to me. But the, it ain't you ain't won the battle till you step foot on your enemy's capital and you go to their flagpole and you take their flag down and you take out old glory and you put her on there and you put her up to where she belongs chang, chang, chang. then we've won the battle right right yeah. so, now, so, yeah, yeah, so between the infantry and cavalry they serve different purposes yeah yeah they serve certain yeah yeah it's a wholly different person yeah but they, you know what i mean their mission is their mission you know like uh a lot of times there's stuff, and uh, and I'm totally just giving them my new linen. This is not the way it's written. But, you know, there's a lot of shit the cavalry guys just can't handle, so they get a gr- grunt in there to go ahead and go, you know, do the real hard, detailed killing work and bring them in. And then, yeah, yeah. Well, well I'll tell you this, man. <laughs> or he can explain do, it, probably. They used to have, in our unit, they would have a dismounted competition of which we crushed people's souls. Right, yeah, really, but like, then, tried to hurt people. Would, but then they would have mounted gunnery, which is their bread and butter. 
Right. And we would kick their ass at Mounted Gunnery because you don't give infantry dudes machine guns and say, go shoot. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that. Like, that's all we no, did. It, we shot too much. Yeah. And it used <laughs> to piss people off because we were as good as they were at what they did, but they couldn't touch us. No. And it, was, and it wasn't about it. And it wasn't like it wasn't a skill thing. It was about something that like with my platoon specifically in my squad and, and Fort Bragg was a big impression on me. I was at that age and being a soldier at that time. And, and, and you being one that was my age and, and my peer that I was, you know, necessarily competing with as far as, you know, this is my skill level. This is what I need to be doing. This is who I need to need to level off with and then our leadership talking about valson on my side valson and certain hildebrand and all them guys like real that's when the that's what molded me to in my leadership role as far as being a soldier and that and that kind of shit that came from playing soccer the way i played soccer and my mom not letting me be a shithead in life and yeah. and just do your best, and I I did my best at being a soldier, and whatever someone that that outranked me told me to do, I wanted to do that. So, before Bragg left a good impression, and and, and definitely yeah. you were part of that. And now that yeah. I'm thinking about I, yeah. it, Sean Maine visited. Oh yeah, Maine's a good kid. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, see, I, I'm like you. I'm a firm believer. Bragg made me what I was. Yeah. So at at, at the end, when I'm the old cat teaching the young cats right what hat you wearing what hat you wearing you wearing a deuce you wearing that fucking choking chicken yeah i would when I, was, when I was a, a first sergeant everything that i was teaching them was the shit that bowson yeah man Lewis, right uh, jt taylor right you're fucking taylor golly hey i bumped into him at campbell at the uh, leadership. Academy. I remember you told me, and listen to me. No, no, nothing. No, I don't mean nothing about nothing. I love that. Like he's an inspiration. It still is a story I like to tell. I for sure thought that dude was gone when I saw you in North Carolina. I thought, man, when we're going to bring up Taylor, he's going to. I would figure you would be one to know what happened to him. And I, thank God he's still around. He was cool, right? He this dude did. Oh, Naveed, like we used to have the, remember we called them BDUs, the the camouflage, the, like the green camouflage with the green, the brown, the black. Naveed, remember that? The camouflage yeah. pattern, like the old woodland stuff? So when you ironed it and pressed it, it, it turned different shades. Now at Fort Bragg, it's real split and polished when you're in garrison, when you're working, not out in the field. This dude, our first one we we're talking about, his top wouldn't match the bottom. Like uh-uh. he'd have like a yep. brand new top, and he'd have what we called cooked whites. They were they started out brown and green, but they had been pressed and starched and used so much they were almost white. You know what I mean? And in a unit in the army where where uh, pomp and circumstance and spit and polish is so important, this guy got away with it, didn't he, Barnes? Not guy. He just did it, and he was a stud. No one messed with him. He'd be he'd, he yeah, he well, would literally know, he, rip your he, throat he, he, out. Right, yeah. yeah. I, was gonna, I was gonna say he he was an old Grenada Raider Ranger bat. Yeah, I remember he had like uh, what we call mustard stains. He had two uh, headlights. He had headlights on his jump yeah. wings, meaning he had jumped into combat twice. Yeah, like jumped out of airplane or into combat to kill motherfuckers. Yeah, this was, and he was in charge of us. And he fuck, and they, and what got me about what what I hated about being me back then is I was always smaller than everybody, and like it was. It was almost like a look at look like a look look at this weasel. Whenever someone saw me, they're like, "Oh, fuck, look at this weasel!" You know, what I mean? how'd he get here? He's so small. You know, what I mean, so he was, but he was kind of a small dude too. But he'd run your dick in the dirt. This guy could run, right? Okay. 
he, he could run like a fucking 10 minute flat. And he was two old. Miles. Yeah. And that's two miles. That's five minutes. Like, and that's yelling and cussing and, and his shoes Dude. not fitting and probably two different socks on and stuff. He didn't give a shit, Dude, man. He I was will cool. never forget him. And, hey, but I, before I, I forget, his girlfriend or wife back then was hot. I can say it now. Yeah. Back then, yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell you, though, ugly. man. I remember when he was in E7 working at Battalion. I was See? getting ready to go to Ranger School. He he came out and did pre-Ranger PT. And Now, this was when I was running. Yeah, that was well before tens, I knew. Yeah. High 10s, low 11s. Right. For a two-mile. Yeah, you were in shape. Yeah, me and, a, me and a couple of buddies, you know, we were getting ready to go together. Man, we were we were fast. Right. And uh, the, the guy who normally did pre-Ranger PT... He was fast, but he wasn't as fast as us, and he knew it. Right, yeah, so he didn't put you out. He didn't try to test that part of you. Yeah, so we're running, and Taylor is running us. So he's running, you know, he's on the front left, and it was me beside of him and a kid named Jason Hayes beside of me. Right. And I told Hayes, I was like, hey, don't fucking run we're, we're going to run this old bastard to death. No, you, oh, that's before you knew. Yeah, this yeah, is Oh, yeah, you're a big dummy. I got warned immediately upon arrival at the unit. Do not, because yeah. I had a high PT score, but they were like, don't try to run with this dude. Yeah, dude. So we're <laughs> running, and we're running probably about a 640 pace. You know, you're we're right. cruising. Yeah, but you, you, you can still talk a little bit if you got to yell at somebody. Yeah. Me, me and Hayes, we were like, hey, we're just going to keep edging forward, edging forward until we get to our pace. Right. Because me and Jason ran together all the time. Right. So we're running, and we'd speed up, and he'd speed up with us, and we'd speed up, and he'd speed up with us. Dude, we got down from Devil's Field down to about reception, right. and he looked – I'll never forget it. He looked left at me, and he goes, oh, you motherfuckers want to run. Right. And I just looked at him, and I was like, yeah, we'll run. <laughs> nah. -uh. And he'd cuss you like that, man. He'd cuss yeah. you to your face like a dog, like you motherfucker, bitch. Hey, like and cuss words didn't match. You shit fuck. No, everybody was a wild dick. Yeah, hey, wild dick, come here, wild. I use that a lot. I still use that, right? That dude, I'll never. That's where it, it comes from. Yeah. First dude, Sergeant Taylor, props, dude. I thought I wasn't sure who it was. I knew it was from someone in Alpha Company, but I really wasn't sure if it was a first platoon guy. I no, thought it was Haywood. Remember Haywood? No. It yeah. wasn't Haywood. Haywood was my squad leader. Yeah, then he came to third platoon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. uh, hey, I thought it was, I, I honestly thought it was Haywood. Yeah, so yeah, it's cool. Yeah. First on Taylor. And now I remember. Yeah, come here, wild dick. Dude, that guy took off at reception. We are running as hard as we can run. Right. And we were, and we already done said the route was all the way down to Riley Road, turn around at the light, and back to Devil's Field. Right on. He took off at reception, so you know we're already halfway there. Uh huh. <laughs> By the time we got to Riley, dude, before we even got to like Smoke Bomb Hill, he was coming back, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And he goes, "I'll see you at Devil's Field." Oh my, he was probably mad at you. He's like, hey, dude, he was it, that guy, dude. Right, and that's all that. Make me another drink, and that's all that. All that's all mental. Yeah, yeah. Take it your time. Get, what are you drinking, by the way? Uh, wild what turkey, is, rare breed. Nice, rare breed. Go ahead, man. Get you some more gobbler, wild gobbler. Look, all, all I'm getting is a little bit of sour mix, so I can make me a whiskey. Nice sour. That whiskey gets me in trouble. But you're at home. What a good place to drink whiskey. You probably, So this is a Friday night for you. Normal Friday night when you're home? Because you are at home, right? You're not working. For those people that know, you work states away. 
and I'll just leave it yeah. at that. So you work states away, so when you're not at home, but, but this is home for you. So Friday night, you normally get your daughter and everybody settled in, and you're just chilling, right? Well, normally I don't even drink. Normally I just sit around on the couch. Right. But uh, Since you're talking old buddy, we can't drink in person, only because of pro, and this is a total lie, but I was going to say because of COVID. No, but we no, we could drink in person together. We've done it before. But, yeah, this is yeah. like us drinking. And this is the thing. So I, now that I remember, I told you Sean Main came. He it's the second time he's visited. He came and watched the boy How's play soccer. I mean, he's great, man. He's got ninety some and ninety. You got to touch base on Facebook. That's why I hate giving it so much props. to Facebook's been good for this. Uh, but he's got ninety something acres in Maine, dude. So right up there by the Canada border. So if you ever decide, hey, I want to take the family and get off grid, he would love to have visitors. He, they got them baby goats. Uh. Right, baby goats. Yeah, baby goats. yeah, he's got the baby goats. Like I think his wife sells baby goats. He did real well. He uh he did some work for like scales. I think he did like the calibration of like the big scales and stuff for trucks and all kinds of equipment. That's what he yeah. did after the army. He was in a he joined the guard and got in one of them Lurst detachments in Pennsylvania. So there was a Lurst D and uh and the PA guard. So that's who he deployed with. I think he went to Kosovo or something like that right after he got out or Bosnia, one of those. Uh, yeah, you just wondering what I'm drinking. That's what I'm drinking. Yeah, look at that. Wild turkey rare breed. Of course, I'm just drinking Coca-Cola because no self-respecting Southerner would drink a Pepsi, would they, Barnes? I don't. Yeah, that's what I like, I tell people that. And they're like, what are you talking about? I say, like, well, that's something people down in the South say. They drink Cokes. But Pepsi's from North Carolina. Fucking. Mm. Who's that? That's a fucking. And people that watch this, that's a skull of some dead motherfucker, just so you know how we roll. Uh. So yeah, so listen, so we went and we're still we still haven't got through everything. But you went from so you did you did your first sergeant is that where you retired from? Was as a first sergeant there? Or No. Well, I was the first sergeant at Campbell. Same company that I started out as me six in. And then uh Right, and something you're not supposed to be able to do either. Yeah, well when I when I made E seven I didn't really bitch about staying there. But when I made E eight I told the sergeant brigade sergeant major, I'm like, hey, you need to put me in first or second battalion because uh, I've been doing this too long in the same place. And he goes, oh, you're Everybody. staying because you're you're the keeper of the institutional knowledge. Right? Yeah, you're the yeah, you're like the fucking Gargamel or whatever. You know shit, man. The old timer. Hey, do you ever touch before we keep going? Do you ever touch base with H minus? On Facebook. Yeah, he's always smoking them stogies, man. I need to get him on here to talk to you. I, we should have a big thing the way we can do it this. We should have a big thing. We have four or five of us on here smoking stogies, telling war stories. Not even war stories. I, I, hey, I'll tell you somebody else who does it too is Big J. Yeah, man. How's he? You keep, like, you and him are super tight, right? Yeah, man. There was a time, man. Jay, being him, dude, you don't know how many times we spooned under a poncho liner. I spooned with H minus, man. That big motherfucker. He's twice my size, dude. And I ain't gonna dude. say I know his fears. That's all I'm saying. Like everybody's scared of H minus and blah blah me. I'm scared too. I have my fear. But I know his fear. Found it deep in the jungle of like Panama. Jay, I, I, I told a story about Big J the other day because uh I was talking to somebody and they were talking about, you know, what did you do to new privates? And I'm like, me and Big J used to bring them in my room. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a mop head in my wall locker that had a had the and Barnes the, wouldn't scare you. Barnes, you look at Barnes, you think, okay, he's a little guy, he's got Napoleon syndrome, but that's your first impression. 
But followed behind him is a guy everybody knows is Big J, right? This dude, how tall is Johnson? Black dude, like, where is he? Like, bald head, super shiny, Mr. Clean bald head, big airborne ranger, just, and him and Barnes were like, good cop, bad cop, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a bitch move, but so, yeah. So the, the mop. I, I tried yeah, to yeah. This, what happened I tried to this to mop? This kid, I, I did, so the mop, we cut like bangs out of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't forgot this kid's name. I can see his face. He was a pretty little motherfucker. Simbeck. Simbeck. Uh, no, no go it ahead. wasn't Simbeck. It was, uh, he was there at the same time as Simbeck, though. Right. I'll think of his name for it. It's over. But uh, this kid showed up, and me and Big J were sitting on my couch in the room, and me and Contrato, well, it was me and Rodney, me and Rodri's room. Rodri, that dude, he was a Ranger Battalion flunky too, right? Mm-hmm. All the Ranger Battalion guys that came to our unit were all fucking cool, though. Rodri, uh, dude. They were all good guys. All good guys, all solid cats. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Murphy. Murph- McMurphy, we had McMurphy. We had a dude, man, from fucking Atlanta. I'm forgetting his name, but I, I don't, you know, that's just me being stunned. Um, yeah, but Big, Big J, this He's the one that up. does work with you. What the fuck's his name? Came with Center at the same time Center did. Oh, I want to know he, what happened with the bangs. Man. Oh, yeah, what happened with the b- mop with the bangs? Tell him, because you did some weird shit. So, go ahead. It didn't go so me and Big J are sitting there, and I'm looking at this kid, and he's standing at pray rest, and me and Big J are sitting on the couch. Right. And I could tell he was. I could tell he was mentally weak. Yeah, well, yeah, man. And you and guys I was like, didn't help him. Go ahead. No, I was like, kid, we're going to have to toughen you up because uh, I can tell you soft as baby shit. Right. <laughs> soft as baby shit. <laughs> Go ahead. And, uh, I looked at Jay and I was like, Jay, get the mop head out. <laughs> and we kept it in my wall locker. Get the so he, mop. Walked over to my, he walked over to my wall lock. You know, Jay's just big. He's huge, dude. Big. Like, no knack. It was shoulders to yeah. ears. Like, that. He, he, He's like six foot two, That's like two hundred and thirty pounds. And he snatches his mop head up and <laughs> stuffs it on this kid's head. And he takes a tube of lipstick and holds it like a damn knife in reverse grip. And he just draws a clown mouth around this kid's lips. <laughs> reverse grip. Yeah, you can't do shit like that no more. No, man. You, can't. you would get you would get in trouble. Hey dude, immediately this kid just starts fucking snot bubble crying. Nah. See, I'm and glad I, I didn't know. He told, and I was like, he See, man, I, said, I knew happen. you was going to be fucking weak. Right, yeah, just stop. This ain't even no fun, man. Yeah. yeah. We fucked hey, with a the, lot of people like that. The funny thing was, that was when Bliss just comes walking oh, into I my room. Oh, I remember him, too. Yeah. Well, he was first starting then. Yeah. He was after Taylor. Yeah. And he walks in, and he looks at me, and he looks at Jay, and he looks at this kid, and he goes, Barnes, I don't even want to fucking know. Get that mop head off that kid's face. Bring <laughs> his fucking face. Meet me in the fucking first arms office. And I'm like, fuck. Gave a motherfucker a chance to be hard, man. Like that, remember? And then, then we had that one guy that was 11 Charlie. So this is how stupid infantrymen are. So you have 11 Bravos who are just a regular rifleman. You know what I mean? Carry your rifle. You got your fucking knife. And that's you and some rounds. That's me. And then you have 11 Charlies. These are the guys that have like uh, mortars, the big, you know, they drop a load, they carry it. Now, these motherfuckers they carry more shit than anybody. They carry this big base plate, they have a team, they carry the tube and everything, and the rounds. And so they shoot, you know, indirect fire. Well, we carried the fucking rounds. Yeah, well, yeah, you, I never carried but that you, shit. But you can't do that anymore. No, like, no that, I mean, that's that, still how they do it. And then they have no, no, 11. No, the, the mop stuff. 
What? No, fuck no, you can't do it. It's too. No, you go to fucking jail, jail for that. Are you kidding? Like I'm like that. The only reason why me and him can talk about it is I'm I'm way far. He's far enough detached from it that he can't get in but trouble don't, with you. Don't, don't you think those types speak. of things uh, create, they, create that bond? They build camaraderie like a motherfucker. Right? Yeah. Man. Remember yeah. Koala fighting? So we have a hey, thing hey, called you remember koala. My room? Hey, do you remember my room before I moved upstairs? The one that was downstairs across from the first arms office, the one that was painted completely yeah. fucking black. Yeah, yeah, black room. <laughs> but we had to, like, you couldn't do that in normal barracks. But our shit was so old and, and tore down. They let us do what the fuck we wanted, man. Except for third platoon. We got inspected and shit by our platoon sergeant. He was time to get a hard, he'd get a hair in his ass. He'd be like, all right, motherfuckers, we got. And he came from a drill sergeant. He was a drill sergeant. So he came from basic training. Plus, he didn't have a ranger tab. Everybody had a ranger tab. So it, he never said it, and he didn't act like it. He was just hard as woodpecker lips. But it, in the minds of the soldiers, I think they thought he had something to prove all the time, right? Like, sorry, well, he see, was always Val- Valson was like Lacero. Neither one of them had a tab. Neither yeah. did Bliss. And you shouldn't fuck open. with any. I dare you to fuck with any one of them. Valson would just fucking murder you. He hit me in the head with that damn trash can. It was a steel trash can. He hit me in the head with this. this so, and not, not because I did anything. Because one of my soldiers fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, so... We had the, the CP. All it was was a barracks room. They knocked the walls out and pushed desks in and said, okay, this is where they work. So that was right across from our room. Remember when the CP was right across from our rooms? So I would go in there. And one time, I forget who did what. He said, shut that door. And once he said shut the door, I knew I was going to get in trouble. And he shut the door and the lieutenant was in there. Normally, the lieutenant would leave, but it was him. And it was basically like this, Navid. His desk faced, faced the lieutenant's and the lieutenant faced his. And he was the platoon sergeant. So I was sort of standing right here where the two joint the desk joined together. And he had his trash can right there. And he took it with his left hand. He took it, and I forget right. And I'm standing there at parade with my hands behind my back doing like this. And he said, blah, 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 Andy. He used to call me Andy like they called my dad that night. He took that fucking trash can and went just like this. It didn't even get off his chair. It just scooched a little bit. It was a little steel rolly chair. And boom, like that, right? And it's steel trash can. Like the the thirteen incher. I even know the. I remember the nomenclature and the fucking shit for this trash can. I feared them my whole army career after this. He took that thing one handed. It amazed me that he grabbed the lip of it one handed and was able just to move his arm like that. There was no stand up. There was no bend down. There was no. Uh, he just grabbed it. Doom. Boom. Like that. Ding. He's like you fucking shithead. Get out of here. Just like that, man. And we took it right. Someone would get thrown in jail. They'd be all over the internet. Someone would call their mom, and their mom would call their congressman. Like that, that's like, I, I, is it as bad as I'm making it sound, do you think? No, dude, that's the way it was. Yeah? Jesus. Dude, do you remember when First Sergeant Taylor threw the fucking CQ desk out the front door? Yeah, man. Like, I was getting in trouble when we, we lost night vision goggles. We, we, we did, something happened to some night vision. We were on a training, and we, you know, the night. Huh? Fucking still wiki lost that motherfucker in the laundry room. See, there, there, I, I knew it would come out. Still wiki, wherever you're at, motherfucker. How do you lose night vision? You just lose them, and they're like the four thousand. I listen. So listen, let's put this into perspective for the people, not just me and Barnes telling stories. So listen, we left millions and billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of shit, and I'm including night vision goggles in that rack of shit that fucking Sadiki's over there running around with. Just hey, what's up, guys? Bang, bang. So listen, we left that shit there. One pair of night vision. And we were getting ready to go on leave or something, weren't we? Once we got out of the field. 
we were going to go to the field for fucking five days, come right. back, go on block leave. Block leave. That's where everybody gets to go home for Christmas and shit. Like I was getting married. Rollins was getting married. Some shit was going on. Yeah, and it went. It stopped, right? We couldn't do it. No, dude. That motherfucker lost that shit right before we were going to the field. Before we, we even left, down. they locked us down. They put... One? one? Huh? One set. One. <laughs> one set. Yeah, 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 we couldn't do this. So they spent hundreds of thousands probably just to, for this uh, this training exercise to go down, but they stopped us from going, right? Yeah, and I'm not bullshitting. They put... But we were out... So World War II barracks are these three-story, four-story buildings, right? Stacked, rows upon rows. You've seen them probably in movies. And then in between was like gravel areas for formations and then a little bit of grass. They put barbed wire around the front of our building and around that gravel area, right? So and that's it, where the fuck we stayed. We had to stay there until we found it. And how long were we there? Because I really don't, I thought it was days. It was, it, we stayed there all week. I stayed there week for a week. Half, week and a half. It was we a long, I knew it was days, but I didn't know how many days. Yeah, it was about a week and a half Dang. because we you know, they, they we were supposed to bend to the right. field and back and gone, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so they put, it. remember the news came and shit, right? Yeah, because somebody's wife came up and was like, hey, you got 30 minutes to get that wire out from around them boys. Or I'm bringing, excuse Wives me, came on post. Yeah, they said they're going to call well, the news. Well, that was back when it was an open post, man. You know, yeah. that was before 9-11. Used to be able to just drive on to Fort Bragg, man. America's fucking sh- Guard of Honor sitting there, sitting ducks. You could drive your fucking car right up to the front of all these killers and blow it yeah, up. Yeah, that, that, that was a shit show. Shit, shit show. So, yeah, so we get locked into this thing in the barracks. Picture this. And all of us are grunts and all of us are ready. So we were kind of prepared to, to sleep there. We had, like, food and stuff. Remember we were making those money, monkey fists out of, like, the climbing rope? So there's Everybody a knot. Called, we were beating the fuck out of each other. Like, we couldn't find nothing to do, so we were just fighting. Like, people were getting so upset i remember we had like a meeting in a church or something so we had to, everybody had to go to the church and they had like wives show up so if you're married your wife could show up but you, you guys had to look for it right like no fuck no we stayed right oh, there was, right who went and looked a, for him who looked for him that was after we looked right what what yeah we looked everywhere everybody else was in the field yeah they had so already they left to go to the field we hadn't even so, left yet we hadn't even yeah, gone they, to training we did yeah, not even brought, leave our house basically that was your dude they brought them back yeah, and then and then you would have to come in and write on a piece of paper. I know nothing. I know something. I right? Know yeah, they did all kinds of fucking crazy shit for one pair of night vision goggles, and they had the news. They had all kinds of, and they had us sleeping out. They wouldn't let us go into where we could go in to use the bathroom or whatever, but we couldn't go in and shit. like we we were literally no. outside of our house. And, and literally, we were beside the chow hall, and they were mermite fucking chow. Oh hall. yeah, they bring us the same food we'd eat out in the field. They brought it to us instead of letting us eat at the chow hall or bringing the chow hall. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. But it was like, and we never did find them. We never did find them. Nope. <laughs> and, <laughs> Just let hey, us go. You know what, hey, you know what broke that up, don't you? What? Someone probably called Ro- their congressman. Rollins's wife. Rollins, that mug. He's cool now. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. He's da- he's down there next to Charlotte somewhere selling used cars. Yeah, we got to go uh, find him. He's got a family. He's wearing glasses. But his wife was related to Jesse Helms, who at oh, the no time shit. was was the head of the Armed Forces Service Committee. Yeah, and they got these killers out there laying in rocks. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He was going to miss his wedding. And he had ten thousand dollars in fucking flowers wrapped up in this shit. Yeah, man, that's some crazy people we're in the army with. <laughs> hey, and, and I'm gonna tell you when Jesse He's Helms. Shit. 
yeah, Jesse Helms got involved in it, and that's why we got they, out. They, of they it. wrapped up that wire. Well, what the, what were the, what were they gonna do with us? They never did shit these these nods. It was a loss. But then you know that's how they treat us. But then we're over there like you know, you know. Imagine what that does to your psyche if you're a soldier now. And uh, you've spent hours upon hours uh, just making sure this equipment was secure and serviceable and, and, and maintained and out of the enemy's hands. Like years of this now. That's been going on. And now in a, in a flip of a button, we just drop it. Well, didn't they destroy it on their way out? It does. As much as they could? I don't know. I Maybe. I don't know. That's what the news said. But I'll tell you, I saw a what, fucking... What did he say? He said, didn't they destroy it on the way out? But my take on that, Barnes, you have... Give me my take. Let me give you one quick take, and then you go, because Barnes about to go in on this. Uh, my take was I saw a Blackhawk flying around with a guy Stabo rigged to it. Was that... Was that that was their p- guy flying around like this saying, hey, we got their shit. Everybody thinks it was a dead guy or something. No, no, it was no, a fucking, it out, a dead guy. The fucking Taliban going around like this. Look, we got their shit. And one of their dudes flying our helicopter. So as he far as it be. A, he, he was trying to put a fucking flag up. There you go. Trying to put a flag up. Like, and they're such skilled pilots. They're going to fucking stable rig this guy to yeah, it. And he, he fly him in. The pilot sucked, and he kept fucking missing the post. He, hey, I tell you what, that pilot that flew that Black Hawk is a better Black Hawk pilot than me. I he yeah. knows how to fly it better than me. So the people that believe that something went down that we, like, and and I'm noticing they're like sort of turning that. So we're gonna talk serious. Go ahead, Navi's got something to say. Watch this. You no, know, when I saw the whatever clips I see, right? yeah, in normal news, a or cockpit, how- just a normal commercial cockpit looks yeah. complicated. Yeah. So I can only imagine what a helicopter. Oh yeah, military helicopter for that matter, how and the somebody, size and the power. Yeah. How somebody who doesn't know what, what a, how to. We work train a, work them, a, Nabi. Oh, we yeah. right, Barnes. Yeah. We spent twenty yeah. years training them to like we've done in yeah. every other country we've occupied. We spend the time to train them, and when we're done training them, we leave. Look at Germany. Look at there's other and examples. Everybody we've trained in the past forty years, we wound up having to go back in and fucking fight. Right. Yeah. 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 So. The, and, and, and I'm gonna tell you. We were training them because when I, you know, I've been contracting since 2013. Right. And uh, when I was in, we were going to get to that. That's what you did after the army. You went into civilian contracting for what kind of company? Would we call it a security Uh, company, private security company? But but yeah, private military security company. Private military security, and you secure like you provide security for like diplomats and stuff like that. They hire through your company, and you guys send guys over. Just wanted to get that out there. Go ahead, Nubby. But you trained. the Afghan military, Afghan right? army, yeah, the ANA, right? Yeah, they're sad puppies. Yeah, and and, and, okay, and listen these, to but, me, listen to me. Let's let's be like me and Barnes talking. Like, hey, they're sad. Them fuckers are ate up. They suck, man. That's a fucking shitty deal. We also got to take into consideration where they come from, where like how you know they're not yeah. Americans that we're training. Yeah. You know they're not American soldiers, and people get it real conflicted when they think, "Oh, well, you spent twenty years training them." We spent twenty years training them, and weren't we weren't finished the job yet? We if we were finished the job, then then it would have been okay. Yeah, but these aren't so, the guys that we see today, are quote unquote Taliban. Yeah, so or A and A six six days ago or whatever. Gotcha. Whenever they decide to switch, right? Is that your what's your yeah. take on that, Barnes? Yeah, I believe in their in their culture. It's not that they've quit. They just tend to go yeah. towards whichever yeah. side's not going to get them killed. Them or their family yeah, here killed. You go. So I'll go back to the original conversation. Yeah, so yeah. I left Campbell. I was in. I was deployed 
wound up on orders to go to Fort Jackson. Wound up as a basic training first sergeant at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Yes. That's what, so that's he went what to basic caused me training. to retire. And that's what made him retire. All these new kids yeah. that they were having to train to be soldiers. He had enough. So getting into Afghanistan, I retired, mm-hmm. went to work for a training company that will remain nameless. Right. But uh, Garrett. Went, Sorry, Garrett. That's the guy, other Ranger Battalion guy I was thinking of. Garrett. Thomas Garrett. Hey, hey, I'll come back to him because I worked with him in Iraq. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm just saying. Like, that's the dude. Like, he was another fucking awesome dude that came from Ranger Battalion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's so the type of, to, it was cool. Well-trained yeah, so soldiers. I went to work for this training company, and I trained in the States for about a year, year and a half, training dudes. And then they were like, hey, we want you to go to Afghanistan and do a rotation, which was 105 days on, and then you come back and teach stateside. Right. Yeah. Well, it wound up there were several of us that were willing to go. So right. we wound up in Afghanistan fucking most of the year. Yeah. Well, but it wasn't in, that bad. No, dude. I, I, I you liked it, didn't you? you yeah. Had to I, play I with paid. all your toys, didn't you, Barnes? To talk to yeah, I got paid and it allowed me Did to have, have a lifestyle guns? I got now. Did you have guns? Did you carry a gun oh, with oh, you? Yeah. Oh, we were armed. I mean, we, we run around the, the place we were at with how you pump Glock 19. Yeah. Well, you and cool. then we had M4s. And saws and two forties and everything else at your disposal. Get, yeah, I'll what you got that. right now? You holding anything right now, just in case? What if there's a, what if a goop comes through the wire? <laughs> just in case, like this is that's another thing too that's important about this show is we fuck around, man. But one thing I'm here to talk about too, and always put look. There's another one. I like that scope. Is that we like there is a whole underlying like thing out there, uh, Navi, that you, you would like that it's um it's mostly made up of veterans and guys that 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 served the military a certain way and after their service was done, they lived their life a certain way. And that includes how they talk to people, who they even associate with, how they live their life, how they secure their home and their family. Uh about weapons and what they feel about that and they do it all legally within the rights within their you know and the guys of whichever they live but these are a group of guys that are that are connected and that are networked and it's not an issue and when shit hits the fan this side of the pond if it ever does watch out for this group of guys you know what i mean i feel blessed tony that i seem to know four or five six maybe even a whole handful that are involved in the same thing and think the same way Enough so that I don't feel like I need to get into none of that. You know what I mean? I honestly no, feel like a, I'm gonna drive to Maryland. I'm gonna pick you. And nah, I'm co- we're coming straight to you, bar. He's one of the guys I'm running to. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like he, honestly, you know what I mean? Like that's one of the things, the the value of knowing people and knowing that, but also knowing sharing that, also in the fact that hey, you know why? Okay, noodles, you go around thing and you feel this and that, and you're so crazy and this and that. But you're not worried about these people. No. And I've it, like even Navid's asked me, are you ever worried about No, I'm not worried about nobody doing nothing over here. I'm not worried about them. Am I saying they won't? Hell no. That's not what I said. I said I'm not fucking worried about them. Guess what? You may be. You and yours may be. Fortunate for me and mine, I'm not. They can be. My family can fear everything in this world because I'm here to protect them, Barnes. And I feel that way about you. And I feel, you know, Navita is the same thing. You know, certain people are about that and not, and, and, and thank God that certain people are still that way because 
because of that, not everybody has to. You know what I mean? Not everybody oh, yeah. has to be a warrior. You know what I mean? And we joke about those people in the army, but those people are so fucking important yeah. to what the and warriors you know, do. That, that, that's like I tell people all the time. You know, I'm like, I don't. That's like when I talk to my buddies, they're like, well, you know, I want to do this. And I want to do that. And I'm no. like, dude, don't, don't, don't get want into that. for that. No. Uh-uh. I'm like, well, you think you want that until you have to fucking live it. I said, but right. once you live it, you're going to see shit you can never unsee. And you're going to have to do shit you can never undo. Yeah. You're hearing it. Well, but well, but you, knowing you, that you can live that way, Barnes, is, is magical. Yeah. And see, that, that you know, my cousin, she's uh, got she's got she's got a doctorate in psychology or psychology, whatever. Well, one it's, push, yeah, it dope. starts with a P, but it's sounds like an ass right i heard soccerology right yeah but you know i mean she told me straight up she goes hey you're a passive aggressive sociopath and i'm like what the fuck does that even mean and she goes you're crazy and you don't mind doing what you do she goes but for some reason you got a mental a moral checklist that you have to check off before you do bad absolutely i wouldn't be i wouldn't be your friend i wouldn't love you the way i do barnes if it wasn't for that and that's the thing about anybody i think i talk about here that i say there's that moral check. i even have believe it or not y'all i have a moral checklist myself I know, there's but certain things what 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 he was saying was up until the the last part yeah yeah you're crazy yeah but then to add the moral checklist which means you're saying like you're well, no, like you're crazy because you could absolutely lose that moral checklist. That's the fear. That's what they fear. They fear that, and they should fear that. If Barnes ever lost his moral checklist, get the fuck out of here for the but, road rage. But the difference, <laughs> no, no, but the, but the difference, is, I mean? the difference is the training yeah, you know, and the conditioning it, and training the experience. You know, like uh, yeah, some of that. No, no, no. I think like it's, it's Barnes like, it, was a solid dude when he was a fucking private. That's that's the thing that people. Oh, noodles is the way he is because that time he spent in the military. No, 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 no. My mom, my dad made me a fucking pretty cool little dude when I left. Uh, the army gave me an avenue to where being that way, I could still succeed. You know what I mean? Whereas being a little aloof and a little rat crazy, if I didn't have the right leadership, if if people didn't see through that and know that, hey, I was going to get it fucking done regardless if I act like a nut or if I act all fucking prim and proper, thank God for those leaders ahead of me that allowed me to do that. That's where yeah, that's the value is. You know what I mean? See, that's what I'm saying, man. The guys we had when we were young, the Valsons, the Blisses, yeah. the J.P. Taylors, right. the, you know, all those guys, you know, they instilled in us, hey, you need to be that guy that can turn it on and do horrible fucking things. Right. And talk like, and it was like, you know, we, it was it, fucking, H minus used to make it so crazy. Like, I'd have to check myself sometimes. I'd be like, yo, man, he's making me believe this shit. I'm screaming when I'm running down the road about chopping people's heads off and shit and stacking bodies and stuff. But, but it but, was for a reason. It was, it was, it was all and well placed. And, and he's thing. one of the sweetest fucking, most amazing men on the planet now. Like I, I love it that Molly gets to follow him on Facebook, and I always mention Facebook, and just see what but he put. He's putting out so much good stuff into the earth, and it has nothing to do with killing commies for mommy. And he taught me all I know about that. Yeah, yeah but see that, but see that's the thing though, man. Those guys taught us you can turn it on and you can turn it off. You, yeah. you need it sometimes, and then uh, when you don't need it no more, you put the monster back in the fucking cage. 
and it stays there until you need to let it back out. And you know what, Barnes, this hits close to home, brother. Like, and I've had an issue with this the last week, and I've been a little off, man. I'm finding real difficulty, you know, just because I know there's real struggle in Afghanistan as we speak right now, and I know that there's Americans hurting, and that's what got me. People that say, hey, Noodles, why'd you go to uh, Standing Rock? I didn't go to Standing Rock over no fucking dirty water or no fucking pipeline. I went to Standing Rock because I saw on our news, I saw an American, a woman, she just happened to be Native American, but I saw an American citizen, a Native American woman, get blasted with a water cannon. And I said, not on my watch, not in my fucking country. And it hurt my heart beyond anything ever in my life. And Molly looked at me and she said, Jay, you got to go, man. Yeah, it's about fucking principles, man. Yeah, and I know, like, and that's what's hurt me, and I've, I've had trouble dealing with it. It's funny, like, not funny, but, like, you know, people say, oh, look at this and that, you know, unseen damage. My head gets a little squirrely, man. I can't handle knowing that Americans are in harm's way and, and we're not doing the best for them. I know that war, we lose lives and stuff like that, and that's that's part of it. But when I feel like we could have had something to do with someone's pain, like in Standing Rock, there's no reason why an American shouldn't stood up and said, no, you can't shoot her with that water. And if they had done, done that, I would have never went to North Dakota or South Dakota. Uh, so that, so, you know, knowing that that's going on, that's really troubled me. And, I, and, and sometimes I spend too much time thinking about it. But thank God for my Army buddies that keep me in check. Uh, but that's where I lose it a little bit, man. It pains me and it makes me real angry. It makes me want to hurt shit. And, 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 and that is where I feel like I'm out of control of that switch now. Whereas before I was trained and that switch was in check, Barnes, I could, I, it's like I told people, I, I know when to fuck around, man. I was a king at getting not fuck around. You know what I mean? I could fuck around until the right, wrong person was in there. And they were shreked up and I was ready. You know what I mean? I'd get other people in trouble. Well, you know, you know, we were trained that, you know, there's right and there's wrong, period. Yeah, and then you go about what you're doing. Make sure you're doing the right thing first. Make sure it's right. You know, you know, that's like I watch. And you can question authority, like these that marine that stood up and said, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, Yeah, I don't fucking, I don't have faith in your leadership. Absolutely, every soldier, every sailor, every marine can do that. If more leaders in the military would stand up and do that today, we'd be a lot better off. But the problem is they're all fucking politicians now, bootlick motherfuckers that are just, you know, looking for the next job. It looks like that. And my thing is, like, this is, and this is how politics, and you say, oh, well, I don't understand. You're right. I don't understand politics. It's not on my level. And I don't understand generals and that type of military leadership. I was never on that level. So I can't give you a personal insight into that. But my personal insight can give you this, that I remember when I was, do you remember when I was NCO of the quarter for the 82nd yeah. Airborne Division and yeah. uh, Colonel Petraeus, right? Remember, yep. he was Colonel Petraeus, signed that award or whatever they gave me, man. And and in saying that, you know what I mean? He went on to be this four-star general, and I was E5 when he signed that, and I retired E6, but whatever. Uh, they got him over what he did and i don't know if he did right or wrong but if we were just judging him on what kind of soldier and leader he was man our country needs more of them still right am i wrong with that i mean i mean they bagged him because he was banging some chick other than his wife and while i don't particularly right i can't agree with that i can't yeah that's not my my business yeah you know but here's my thing the chick that he shared his secrets with yeah 
was a fucking major in the United States Army with a top secret clearance. That right. bitch didn't say nothing. She didn't have clearance. Not right, to right, right. It was and people don't understand that. And you're like, oh, he just no, he, he wasn't on that. He, you know, if, <laughs> it's yeah, he just got, crazy. Hey, he, he he got hey, he, he he was the I, first canceled motherfucker crushed, out right. there. I'll tell you why he got because crushed. he wasn't a politician. He's a soldier. Because he would, he, yeah, because he wouldn't tow the party line. Yeah, and that's what it was, and, and and unfortunate because I think that's what we need more of, especially now with what's going on. Because he, I mean, I mean, don't he get wrote me wrong. the manual on counterinsurgency. I mean, don't get me wrong; he irritated the fuck out of me when he was our brigade commander. Yeah. That devil button and devil grip bullshit. Right? Hey, no, and oh, there you just brought it up. Go ahead. Yeah, that that was irritating, right? But what did you see? And this is something I noticed. And when I saw the news pictures from Afghanistan, when they showed the Taliban standing there in the in the yeah, office, look and they at how had, many straight trigger figures you fucking how see. many white devil grips did you see, man? Like that, yeah, and like so people don't understand. Hey, that's fucking pisses me off. That's hey, fucking reason for me to go hey, hurt someone, man. What, what's you you don't realize it's how you hold wife. your weapon. Like if you look at those pictures when they, if they're standing there, what, I don't know whose fucking desk it was. I guess it was a prime minister of Afghanistan or president, whatever they got over there had over there. His desk when they get went to the capital. Yeah, they're all standing. If you look at how they're holding, they have their finger pointed straight ahead, and why you do that is so that you don't accidentally yeah. discharge a weapon. No dude. other service trains like it. No one other is so. Hey, we were taught I, that when we got to Fort Bragg. I was never taught that early on as a soldier. I was taught that when I got to the 82nd Airborne Division. That was known as the White Devil Grip. So yeah, dude, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you, my wife. Yeah, she but probably that, has a White Devil Grip, right? She does. Yep, and, and your daughter. And, and my daughter. And it's funny because we'll look at the, you know, all these pictures coming out of Afghanistan. Right. And I spent, I've spent years in Afghanistan. They know where they're at. Part. It breaks my heart to see it, but it's funny because, you know, I'll look, we'll be watching the news and she'll right. be like, look at all those straight trigger fingers. That means you train all your yes, guys. Yes, absolutely. Right? You, you said it breaks your heart. What, 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 because we trained them. They were trained by us. We, oh, no yeah, one else yeah. trains people to carry their weapon like that. Know. You know what I mean? Yeah, now everybody trains yeah. trigger discipline and be aware of where you're triggered, but not that particular manner. And that was, yeah. that's anybody that served with us. Yeah. Everybody you see with a, tra- a straight trigger finger was trained by an allied nation. Yeah, America. yeah, 100%. Now, yeah, yeah. But back in the day, that was just us. We'd go around places and people wouldn't have their finger like that. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. When I, I remember like PLDC or remember PLDC yeah. is that it? That's not even a fucking school no more in the army. No, now it's WLC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we had PLDC and 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 I remember these fucking pogues. <laughs> I love saying that these pogues and leg motherfucking scruffy sons exactly. of bitches had their fucking. They just carried their shit however they wanted to. Dirty nasty. Dirty nasty. Yeah, and dirty nasty pencil pushing legs. Anyway, so that. So you go from there, and so you, now you're home in North Carolina. You've been working for this company for a long time, right? So Pretty you're just I've been, American, I've been working. I've been working for this company since 2017. Right. So you got four years in this company. Yeah. And so I started out training at the schoolhouse, and then we thought we'd done trained ourselves out of a job. So I wound up going overseas to Iraq, and uh, oh, wow. I was training. I was training Kurds. Right, and they that that my my uh interpreter, my one I speak on him, he was a Kurd. There's some that like that them dudes are about it, right? Oh yeah, dude. I love uh, the guys that I was working with were called Zervani. They were like Kurdish Department of Homeland Security dudes. Right. 
but dude, I used to run the roads with them, dude. We would go all over Iraq. And they dude, were cool. I've been I've been in fucking Mosul with them. I've yeah. Been Dominia, the hook. I've been all over Iraq with these guys and I loved them. But you know, I've, eventually my wife was like, story. Hey man, uh, I ain't telling you, you got to quit. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm tired of being a single mom. You need, right. You need to and I'm like, I'm, you're sending home pictures of you smiling. Like, you know, you yeah, can't. Yeah, I'm like, sending home pictures of me. Woo, and my look at me and my homeboy. Like, we've been partying for years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell yeah. you all about it when I get home for the week I'm home. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sending a picture. I'm hey, hey pictures just your old lady knows. I'm on, I, I have taken like, the the old lady side from the jump on all of my old relationships with soldiers. Like normally it melts into okay, even Steven, but right at the jump I gotta take the wife or girlfriend's old lady side. Because we were some fucking shit back in the day. Anybody that dealt with us when we were fucking younger is absolutely a motherfucking saint. Like a yeah, saint, and like American hero. Not The heroes don't, don't serve. The heroes are at home that put dude. up with the knuckleheads before they left. Yeah, yeah, for dude, sure. Dude, I'm telling you, man. When my wife met me, all I had was fucking potential. I had like a 385 <laughs> credit score. You know, I was living paycheck to paycheck. What? Oh, you're not and now? I met my wife, and now, you know, I live comfortably. And I've yeah. got like an 815, 820 fucking credit score. Oh, and I, that's I, what it's about, dude. And hey, dude, I give all the credit to my wife. Yeah, yeah and you should, man. I give all the yeah. credit to my wife, I mean, my, to Molly. And like my mom, my mom, like my man, my mom gave me like, my spirit and like my code and everything my my dad gave me the support like the the you know what i mean like i never knew when mom was gonna let me wild out and she'd be drifting off with me but dad was always there dad was the rock you know what i mean yeah that's that's crazy yeah and, that's you, and you know man when i look back on it i look back at all the crazy shit i've done in the military right and i look at it and i think you know all the shit i did is because I wanted to fucking make my mom and dad proud. Yeah, or not, or not let them down. That was my big thing. Was like I didn't really look for pride from people. I just didn't want people to think I sucked at shit. You know what I mean? Like so, I, when I did yeah. the army, I didn't want to think I was a shitty soldier. I, you, yeah, know, you know, I didn't do, it, I didn't do bad at things in my life, and I didn't want to start when I joined the army. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah but I get know, what I you're mean, saying. I mean, when I was a kid, dude, we were so poor. I used to have to hunt to put meat on the fucking table my dad worked two jobs my mom worked right i was a latchkey kid yeah and your daughter doesn't believe it yeah you know your daughter my kids don't believe it about me either bro yeah you know i worked so hard for my daughter so that she never had to endure what i had to endure we do that's what's good about us go ahead but but you know looking back on it you know it made me who I was, yeah. who I am now. That's the that's the irony. Yeah, 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 yeah. And guess what? Guess what? So this is what puts it on you, the onus on you. Guess what? When you take the struggle away, when you take the hardship away, how you have to replace that. If that's a yeah. requirement, listen to me, if we're going to use that as a measuring stick and we're going to say, hey, it's required for you to go through some shit to be somebody one day. If we don't replace the shit for them to go through, then whose fault is it? Is it them? Because I have a real problem with like work ethic now and stuff. When I look at young people and I'm not judging, I'm not being judgmental, but I look at all the people hurting for jobs, well, all the people hurting for employees, should I say. I'm going I'm to go out here and put it on a limb. And it's not on a limb because people will, uh, will jump on this too. Like the service industry is hurting. We've gone out to eat a bunch lately and it sucks. And it's not, I think it's because they don't have enough people. There's not people working. If you're expecting to get good service, like we went to a nice restaurant, 
last night even and the service wasn't par for the usual it was good and decent but it wasn't like you would expect when you're paying you know forty dollars a plate or whatever stupid like that we did because we were celebrating my I, dad I, I went to um my brother's father-in-law's father right that dude in, in oregon right yeah uh, you went we, to Oregon? Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck. And that. we went into the backyard, right? Like uh, at his, at his house. Right. And it was like just Beautiful. cluttered with stuff. Oh, he lived down in the old, county. Old cans and stuff like that, right? <laughs> so I, I I ended up asking him, "Why do you keep all this stuff?" Right. And it turns out he said he grew up in the depression. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. you never knew when you needed something. Yeah, and man. And then you look at us today, right? Right. We just throw away whatever we got. Yeah, we just replace it. Extra shit. I, depression era motherfuckers would take the bottom of what I have in my Coke and put it in a jug to make a whole full so Coke us, one day. Us as parents, yeah. our desire to make our children's life easier so that they don't have to go through what we go through. Right. We're actually making them softer. I think, but then I see kids and then I see your kids. I think they're, they're taking advantage of us making them soft, and our kids are more educated. Our kids are a lot more polite. Our kids are a lot more mature at 15. They're not doing the crazy shit I was doing at 15. That's where I That's where I have to use the measuring stick. You know what I mean? They're not – it could be – if 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 my kids were allowed to run like I was at 14 and 15, like I would be so scared they'd be in jail, hit by a car, in, into drugs, and like real easily. Well, real, and not for this- fault of anybody because I don't want it for them. I don't want none of that stuff, but it would be so easy. Whereas when I was in 15, when I was in 15, when I was 15 years old, I promise you, I oh, could not, yeah. I could not, but yeah, w- crazy bad shit, but I couldn't go find you some pills. I couldn't go find you meth. I could maybe go get you some weed or some alcohol or some cigarettes. I could go get, because we weren't 16, I could get you a pack of cigarettes, and I was that kind of baller. Maybe some weed, but nothing like these kids. I guarantee you right now, if Holden wanted to, he could get on the internet and click through friends and get any drug he wanted to, and that's a shame. So to say that he can do that, he can also has that same type of freedom out there in the streets. That's why we're so guarded, you know what I mean? It's it's not the same. But what I'm going to say is... Go ahead. It sounds terrible. It, go, go ahead. He can't. It, it boils down to this, man. You know, it's the four cycles. Yeah. You know, right. four cycles. Hard yeah. times create hard men. Hard men create good times. Good times create, soft you men. know, soft men. Soft men create hard times. Right. And and you know, while we might not be soft men, our generation. Are fucking soft as fuck. Yeah, we got yeah. So how are we gonna break the cycle? Cause I, gotta, I'm raising man. No, the fuck you do. You gotta let it. Play no, out. like that's one thing. My my kids aren't gonna be disrespectful. My kids are. My kids also aren't gonna be goody two shows in the eyes of society because they'll probably run around and be out later than most and be on the computers when most people don't have their yeah, kids. You know, I mean, drink I mean, sodas when like they my should. Daughter, it. That's but just still. like my daughter. You know, she's a good kid. Right. And when you meet her and other people meet her, they're like, your daughter's so polite. She's so well-mannered. She's so well-behaved. That's good. That's what time. you did with her. That's that's yeah, not who she know, wanted to be. Yeah, but, you know, on the other side of that coin, I ain't right. stupid. My kid's 18 years old. Right. I'm sure when she ain't around me, she's out raising hell. You better okay. not be. Uncle Noodles will fuck her up. And, and you tell well, you her know, I mean, this you know, it's like I tell her all. I or I'll fuck all. somebody up and fucks with her. In North, I got friends in North Carolina. I know. 
Well, you know, hey, he, I'll tell you a funny story. Nah, so here we go. no one messing with her. I'm sure she's a strong mind. Listen, and I'm sure you've raised a strong-willed, strong-minded young woman that can handle herself in those moments. But she doesn't need to. She's too young to experience in that. And so you as her dad and you protect her against that as long as you can, man. And that's what we do. I I tell her all the time. I'm like, you know, by the time I was your age, I was jumping out of planes and we were bar hopping every night. Yeah. And you were were looking for someone's daughter to lay down with with your clothes off, you fucking sicko. We were all doing that. So don't forget that when you're raising a daughter and we got to protect her. That's why I'm raising boys. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's funny that you say that because you know her boyfriend the guy she's with now yeah he's that, a good kid yeah and, and he's very you know I, I like him he's conservative he's well-mannered he's polite yeah i ain't stupid yeah you know i don't ask questions i don't want answers to good but in the grand scheme That's of things i'm shaking my head no the wife my daughter and him came down to where i work about Three months ago. Yeah. Scared the shit out of And uh, we went out to dinner. <laughs> right. And all the guys I work with told him, they went, you realize this guy could call us. He could be here. Right. That's why you need to show him this podcast, dude. Look at me. when, I, Like, my eyes are closed a little, man. But when I open them, watch out. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm, I'm zoned in. It's crazy, man. Like, I would go crazy. I'll, I'll just eat his throat. I'll just eat his throat so he doesn't have the opportunity to run his fucking mouth or do anything wrong no, with and him, see, so. that's the thing. But that's until that's then, we love you, son. I hope you. Yeah, that's the thing. Day. I told him. I said, "Hey, dude, I like you. You're a good kid, but understand something. I could call some. I could call a couple of dudes. They would show up. I'd be in another state. You'd fucking disappear. Fuck yeah! Don't tell him you call. <laughs> yeah, disappear. That's yeah. no bullshit. But the, you, this is how you scare him, Tony. You tell him you get, listen here, son. Like I remember the old thing. I could kill. Like I used to tell him, I could kill you left-handed with my right hand. You know, so many different ways. That'd scare him. But just like, look, well, man. I, listen I, here, I son. I could tap on a tree with my left look, leg. In 27 seconds, I have 14 fucking people here ready to fucking lick your tonsils. Well, you know, <laughs> well, after, after all the guys that I that I work with, took, we went out to dinner. And right. uh, they told him, they said, hey, dude, understand this. You, you could be disappeared. I took him out and took him out on the track, and I showed <laughs> him a couple disappear. of things. Yeah. And then you I should take him, him to the range and say, hey, watch me shoot guns. <laughs> yes, perfect. I did. I took him out to the sniper range. Right. Oh, and uh, I had him hitting targets at 750, 780 yards. Right. And he goes, well, if you can talk me onto this target that far, how far can you hit? And I was like, that's not your business. Yeah. How far can you see down there? All right. I told him, I said, Hey boy, just understand this. As long as I can find an open path to you, (laughs) I can hit you farther than you can see. Right. I said, just understand that. (laughs) <laughs> 18-year-old, that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and like, you know You what didn't I mean? even like, have to say anything. And we're joking about it, but in real talk, I remember, if, shoot, if somebody's dad, I would not talk to that girl. That would be the last time. I don't care how fine she was, what she had to offer, what my bright ideas were with this chick on that moment. The second her dad told me he was going to murder me and I believed it a little bit, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hurt her feelings a little bit, pops, by telling her no. Hopefully you appreciate that man to man, but I got to go home on that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So wait, that's the big thing too about Barnes. Like every, all of us are doing something different, and like every time I talk to one of us, a, a different one of y'all, it's like everybody's family's so cool. Like like you have so much pride in your daughter, and and that shows comes through in your way. And like telling the story, and I like to think of it. I like to brag almost in my mind, especially like my friends are fucking squared away. This guy Barnes, the one that used to sneak over and videotape through the windows. We lived in, in <laughs> barracks. He used to sneak out. 
from his window, from the top bunk. Yes, we were grown ass men sleeping in bunk beds. He was on top bunk and I was on top bunk in the room next. So through the wall. So if you picture a wall, I'm doing this for the camera. You picture a wall, window here, window here, our room, his room. He'd go out the window with the video camera when we'd have special guests over and he could see through there. You know what I mean? We'd hey, knock if people on don't the realize it, dude, that was like 50 feet up in the fucking air. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like we were on the first floor. No, you had to hang, dangle out. And then, remember that dude, Garcia, that, that, that jumped off the third story and did nothing but broke his jaw? Yeah. <laughs> Let him through his straw. That was crazy. So anyway, so and, and you're in the workforce now and doing that, and there was some stuff I wanted to... Like all this thing, you're in North Carolina. We went visited down there. That's part of my thing since COVID started. Like I've got to see army buddies. You got to witness my kids playing soccer, all this. Did you get COVID or get sick or any of this? I actually did get COVID. I just got over COVID and I came out of quarantine two days before I just got home. Oh yeah. What did you do for it? Did you get any treatments or anything? You just stayed away? Nope. Just nope. quarantined. I, 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 dude, did you exercise? You. Your fat ass get out there and run or anything? I did. And, and that that's I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Nah, you, know, you I didn't get no vaccine, I, did you? Did you get vaccine? No. Fuck no. no. Fuck no. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm not an <laughs> epidemiologist or whatever the fuck you call them. I'm not a doctor. It's a fucking clitoridomotomous. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you, I it's didn't even know body. I had this shit. Right. We, we without going into detail, we had an outbreak where I work. Right. And we had ten dudes test positive. They come up with COVID and, or they test positive. Oh, they, they just got they sick. Yeah, they just oh, got yeah, they sick. You got COVID. a bunch of sick dudes. Because that's another thing. There's a difference between people testing positive and then people just getting COVID and being sick. A lot of motherfuckers well, here, sick. Well, here's the thing. Seven of the ten were yeah. fully vaccinated, brother. Uh, don't say that. You can get me oh, oh, canceled. I'm, I'm Our fucking so, podcast name canceled for canceled. facts like that. So watch this. So we tested everybody. Right. Seven, ten, ten dudes came up hot. Seven of them were fully vaxxed. Right. Two days after, and these are all guys in pretty good shape and take genuinely yeah. pretty good care of themselves. They used to take great care yeah. of themselves. They had to at one point. Yeah, part of I mean, time. all of them were prior military, yeah, yeah, yeah. prior so, prior right. law enforcement guys. Yeah. So I took a test. Right. I came up negative. Right. The day after I took the test, well, excuse me. The day after I got my negative result back, right. I started feeling weird. Right. I didn't feel bad. Now, where we work, you have to get, when you come in the door in the morning, they take your temperature. When you right. leave for the evening, they take your temperature. Right. I never I never had a temperature, ever. Like a fever. Yeah, never had a fever. Yeah. But you, one, always, morning, I woke, one morning, I woke up, and I took the dog out. That fucking dog. And I brought the dog back, and my coffee was ready, so I took a big swig of coffee, and I couldn't taste it. It So it's a real, like, that's what I, like, that's, for for everybody knows, that's, like, I don't know if I ever had COVID, but that's going to be my determining factor when I don't taste something. But go ahead. So it didn't taste like coffee. So that would, I would reckon, if Coke would taste like water, I'd be pissed. Yeah, dude, it tasted like hot water is exactly what it tasted like. Right. And I was like, well, shit. And at the time, I was still smoking cigarettes, so... I lit a cigarette to taste it, and I couldn't taste it. Right. It was like smoking ultralights, and I was like, shit. Uh-oh. So, oh, so, so you're t- hold up. You're tasting like if I smoke weed, it's not going to taste like weed? Taste it. Hold on. You, you have hold, no on. Taste. hold on, Tony. Remember where you're at. No taste. I got to pee. I got to piss again. I wanna, plus, I want to see myself naked. Like when I hang out with my army buddies, I like to check my shit. I'll be right back, Tony. Right, Remember you where you're at. You can get a drink or do whatever. We cut all this stuff and make it right. 
You're gonna no, take man, a shit break. Great. You're not getting in trouble. Is the wife home and all that? Everybody home tonight? It just what uh, are they doing? Sarah, yeah, Kim's in there watching TV, and Sarah, she's off with Hunter. So she's probably Kim's me. probably glad you're out out on the porch, just chilling, giving her. A yeah, break. she told me she goes, "Don't don't bring this thing around me. I don't want to be on camera." Oh like, come okay. on, that's even worse. I can't wait to meet her in person. Like. That's funny. That's great. So, like, that's what, the things we were talking about. Some of the stuff I'm just trying to look at. So, yeah. Like, what's the thing, like, so your job, and I'm just going to try to point into some of the new stuff, and then we'll just go through it. Like, one of the things I was looking at, Navid, is, like, the Department of Labor. This, my thing about Jackson going to school, Tony, is, okay, he's got to wear this mask, you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. And people say, oh, anti-mask, anti-mask. I don't give a fuck. But when my 10-year-old son says... When they make him believe that he is wearing this mask to protect him and everyone around him against COVID, is that what they're teaching him? And if they are teaching him, that is not facts. And then that's the problem I have. Well, I'm going to tell you, Jason, it's scary what they're teaching our kids. I just saw something on the news tonight. They were asking kids, college kids now, not so they're not kids. They're fucking adults. Adults, yeah, they're in college, yeah, yeah. They were talking about 9-11, and they were – seriously, these kids are talking about, well, I don't want to talk about the guys who did it because I don't want to cause Islamophobia. Right. Like there's any of that on there. Look, look. Uh, yeah. Fuck. You just talked about me to a Muslim. Like, like they're yeah. not – like it's not It's not about religion. They're making it about yeah, religion. It, it's not. Yeah, it, ain't, it ain't got shit to do with religion. Thank it's got you. to do with being a shithead or not. Right. Yeah. And, and, and again – when we say religion, that we're gonna lump it in, we're gonna be anti, we're gonna be inclusive. So when we just say that includes your race, color, creed, like none of that matters. It matters right no. and wrong, and, man. And you know, and that's regardless of how you feel, family. right or wrong, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. You know, I try to tell my daughter all the time because she's like, "You're a racist," and I'm like, "Where do you get that shit?" I'm like, you know, I got brown Are friends, you? yellow friends, black right. friends. I'm like, I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. You're either a good person or you're shit. You're a racist because you might not have agreed with someone that doesn't look like you. In the eyes of the younger people today, if you don't agree with someone that doesn't look like you, you're against their whole race. I I get asked all the time, have I ever faced racism? I always go, no. And it's always a surprise. They're like, how, how aren't you Muslim? Aren't you this? Or that? Yeah. And like all those things you think about me, all those things that you say are true, except for no, I've not been, I've been, yeah, I've been called I mean, the N word more than you. I'm sure. Yeah. And this is my thing, man. I don't care what God you pray to. I don't care what color you are. You're either good or you're not. Or whether you sit down peeing or standing up, it doesn't, you don't care, right? It's yeah, not your I, business. Is it Tony? Yeah, yeah, none of that shit matters to me. Right. Either you're a good person and you do what's required of you. Right. Or all you want to do is all, all you want to do is play talking points. No right. Matter, I'll, play the stu- I'll play the stupid talking point game all day. He does because he kills Facebook. Tony Barnes well, is my favorite. Well, we don't. I mean, you know, well, I mean, that's just like here in the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to be jobless, and I can accept that. Really? Oh yeah, because I ain't taking that fucking shot. Oh, oh, so yeah, so yeah, yeah. Hey, don't uh, say, yeah, don't, my, don't say that because I'm a contractor. My parent company. Right. I'm a contractor. Right, yeah. You know, my parent company just came out with a policy of, hey, you will be vaccinated by January sometime? No, October 25th. Oh, wow. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I just got over COVID. Right. So I'm not taking a vaccine right now, period. 
Because right. one, I've got mad crazy antibodies. Right. That's what science says. You don't need one now. You got the antibodies, right? Yeah. Now, well, now is that's like, my, go ahead. That's my thing. You know, in the end, my immune system works pretty good because I didn't even know I had COVID until I lost my sense of taste. Right. Until, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't get me wrong. Did you go to the hospital I, or any of that shit? No, fuck no. No, see. You know, in the end, I'm round. I know I'm round, but I still work out five days a week. Right. And, you still got and while that. I might, while I might not run as fast as I used to, I bench 300 pounds. Oh, shit. So you didn't so, do that back then, did you? That's no, that's lot. what I'm saying. Right. Running, Something's changed. Yeah. You know, when I was running 11 minute, two miles, I wasn't benching 300 pounds. Right. There's a difference. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I mean, like literally the whole time that I had COVID. Right. You I was still working thing. out. Now, I didn't go to the gym because I didn't want to spread the shit around. Right. Because I'm not one of the people that think it's not real. I think it's very real. I've had several people very close to me die from this shit. So I think it's very real. But here's the thing, man. It's just like the fucking flu. I'm like Don't Joe Rogan, man. If Joe Rogan thinks it's real, it's real. And he thinks it's yeah. real. Now, here's my thing. It is what it is. He, he recovered in the day. Uh, three days. I remect him. Go ahead. Horse, well, that's horse just like dewormer. me. Horse All dewormer. I did was work out and take multivitamins. I listen. The VA put me. That's one. That is one pill I take. I say I take vitamin B twelve and vitamin D. That's two pills yeah. I take daily. I mean, you know, I take that's I take an and I go pack. in the sun. You know, and that's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I take an animal pack a day. I take an animal flex pack a day, and I go outside and I exercise. Right, you do something. I don't even yeah. gotta exercise, brother. I just walk around, pick up sticks, start a fire. I chase my kids to soccer. I chase my dogs. I stay yeah. active, not only because I want don't want my joints to like my shit's broke, dude. I couldn't lift a rucksack if you wanted me to, but I still want to be yeah. able to walk and and drink my sodas and stuff. You know like, what I mean? like, hang on, hang on a second. Go ahead. Let me flip this thing around. What we got, dog? So oh, there's a backpack. No, that's a body armor. Look, I can't even see. Oh, uh, look at him. Look, he's got his shit right out there. Look. Oh, you can't see it, Darby. So, so I, I ran it. the other day with that on my back. Yeah, see? Almost four miles. Why? Every, you okay? And every day I either run or I bicycle. Right. You do something. You keep your yeah. get your heart rate up. Look at that. Well, he's so, showing me all his toys, Navi. So, I so like that, that shotgun that, right there. That's bad, man. Like that's yeah, that's so almost that. better than having a mean ass dog. Look, you come oh, to the door. Yeah, I will put you down. I will fucking blow a hole in you with that. Look at that. So right. is that the side of you carry that with you all the time? What do you carry with you daily? You carry uh, that block nineteen yeah, that I just showed you. Yeah. And you so, and what's the law like in North Carolina? Like West Virginia just went blank out. You just put the gun where you want and just holler, just travel around, shoot motherfuckers. What's it well, like I in mean, North Carolina? I, I, you got concealed, got a, don't you? I got a concealed carry permit. Like that gun that I just showed you, the pistol. Right. When I was hanging out with you in Winston-Salem, yeah, yeah. that was on me the whole time. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I saw you. That's how I knew it was I mean, good. you know, and that's like, and like the, little, the little shotgun I showed you, that that's a 12-gauge pistol. Right. Go ahead. Pistol. So on concealed carry, right? Right. We had this situation at, at some place. I'm not going to bring right, it up yeah. here, right? But there was uh, a, a few of the people were concerned that there was a uh, one person that was had a c- concealed carrying right yeah and, and walking around all right well, yeah. no, I'm not gonna say who so don't don't or like, I probably like, know who it is but you know yeah. not where right yeah then people yeah. get upset but 
I started arguing. Another guy. He's got a, you he's can, you can got a argue, double canopy. Go you, can, you can argue. No, no, no. That's not the thing. Okay, never it's mind. It's a completely different right, person, right? Someone unrelated completely. And my concern was don't argue with the fact that he has concealed carry. You can argue that you don't like him. Right. But that's the law. Right. Because tomorrow, if I want to, I want to be able to. Right. So yeah, don't yeah. make it about the gun. Yeah. If you don't like the guy, don't. Don't don't don't, make it don't lump on. Okay, he also is one of those concealed carry guys. That's so right. let's throw concealed carry under the nope. bus. He's also a guy that likes to go to church. Let's throw going to church on the bus. Yeah, that's how they're doing it now. They lump it all together. That's why yeah. we've got to be careful, Tony. You just like you say, you're not a racist, and I believe that one hundred percent. And there's people like that don't look like you or I or look like anybody we know right now that will stand behind that and and vouch for that. But it's important that you remain that way, and like what they want, what the uh, what when I say they, those people that want to destroy this country from the inside out, they want people like you and I that 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 have a real reason to feel the way we feel, to just not bother, to sit on our porch and 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 and, and just go about our way and let them affect everybody else. But I'm not okay with that because it's not what no. we fought for. It's not anything that. You know, it's not, you know what I mean? Like I, like I said, my service was my service. I fought, I fought for the job. I fought for the paycheck, but then it became part of who I was 100%. I'm proud of my time as being a soldier. I was proud of the flag on my shoulder. I was a proud representing other countries and far off lands. I was also proud of what our country was doing. And, and, and again, you know what I mean? I was a, a, I, we served during the Clinton years. Like we served during Barack Obama's time. Like yep. so, our political, our political views or whatever didn't get didn't didn't sway our service. It didn't deter. It didn't devalue our service at all. Uh, no, it was that, what that it was. My thing, man. I didn't care who was in charge. Right. I was doing. I was doing what I was doing because that's who I was. Right. And then but, you gave see, a shit about the person to your left or the right. So you couldn't fail for them. It was I, that I, easy. And, and that was the thing. I didn't care who was the commander in chief. Right. All I cared about was the guys uh, by that time. Like I was flying back into Iraq the night Barack Obama won the presidency. Right. Yeah. And, and we it, had it to, didn't, it, it didn't change what you did when your boots hit the ground. Did it? No, not even a little not bit. A minute, no, I'm little not going to lie. Flying back into Iraq because I was home on mentor leave then. Right. Flying back into Iraq, we had this fabulous fabulous flight attendant. <laughs> See I said that? I love the fabulous. Go ahead. And uh once they found out that Barack Obama won, dude, he was cheering his Oh, shit he was and, lit. He was opening up oh, the liquor. He he was happy as a clam, dude. But the funny clam. thing was <laughs> this was like a straight ass military flight, so everybody in it was in fucking DCU. Oh yeah, it wasn't like one of them right, right, had weapons yeah. and shit. He's like, so, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's all dancing around and doing crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, man. And, then, and then he looks around and realizes the audience. Right. And he looked at me and uh he goes, Well, what do you think? And I said, I don't care who is in charge. <laughs> it's not gonna change who I am. It's and not what the fuck what I'm, I'm about to do. That's the thing, man. It See, I wonder if these people would change their perspective if they spent, say, six months in a different country. 
a lot. You know I think I mean? a lot of people. I don't even know about different companies, different stuff. Like a lot of people would change their opinion on what war is really about if they saw what we did when we spent twenty years on the ground in a country. We 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 didn't spend twenty years shooting bullets and stuff, but we also didn't spend twenty years sitting on our ass. You know, yeah, right, Barnes? And, you know, and and that's the thing, man. You know, that's like I tell my daughter all the time. I'm like, I did what I did, so you never have to fucking see what right. I've seen. I was like, because I've seen horrible things, and I've done horrible things. Right. And I, I'm not gonna shy away from it. I've done some horrible shit. Right. Yeah. But and you, end, and you and you kept some yourself probably from doing worse horrible shit. You know, that, do, that's yeah. where I like. You know what I mean? Like that was a struggle too, bro. Like that's that, real there talk was, there too. There was a guy who got killed when I was a squad leader. He was my guy. His name is Edgardo Zayas. He was from Massachusetts. Right. Outside of Boston. Right. I love that. Kid. Right. I love that kid like a son. Right. We loved them and all like found, our own man, and they loved. Yeah, we were and, loved like kids. Like yeah. Yeah. And I found out who killed him. Well, our battalion found right. out who killed him, and we went and caught that dude. Right. My platoon caught that dude. Wow. And my platoon leader brought him down in a double chicken wing. I'll never forget it as long as I live, dude. And this dude spoke English, and we know he did because I've talked to him. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, and I, man. And people don't believe that. Like, people don't believe yeah, that I'll these motherfuckers. Forget, are, I, can they I, believe can I ask what stupid. a double chicken wing is? Like, when, when, you, when you have someone with their hands like this, like you snatch your oh, kids yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, So you got your hands. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So Ian Peoples, my platoon leader, handed this dude off to me. Right. Because I had the empty seat, the convoy. And I'll Ooh. never forget it, dude, as long as I live. I wanted to kill that guy so bad I could taste it. I could feel it in my soul. Right. I was like, just shoot this motherfucker, dude. Just kill him right here. Right. And I was like, no, that ain't the right answer. Right. But I did I did take my pistol. I pulled my Beretta out of my little leg holster. Right, and gave it to him. And I stuck it up in his rib cage so far, I could feel his heartbeat on the yeah. end of my barrel. yeah. And I told him, I said, you are so lucky there are rules to how I have to do this. Yeah, I said, because if I had my way, I'd take you down here on the Tigris, put a couple caps in your ass, and throw you in a fucking river. Right, man. Feed them to the but, sharks with Custos. Fucking you know, looking back on it, I should have shot that some bitch because they put him in camp proper, and I'm sure he's out for now. Right, but, yeah. yeah. You know, either way, win, lose, or draw. Uh it you is know, that. It is that. It, it, it like that proves the point that it's not about killing motherfuckers either, man. It's about doing like there's a real like mission. There was a real end to the madness. It wasn't just going over there and shoot at bad guys and bad guys shoot at us. Like we were there to do a job, like to support something bigger than us, to support you know a country rebuilding itself and and, and forming a government and doing that kind of stuff. All the stuff way above a our pay grade so we got yeah. involved in the grunt business and the hard work and, and the blood and guts and stuff and then inside of that you meet these people from this country that we are basically invading uh depending on if the sun's up or the sun's down so if the sun's down we're an invader if the sun's up we're we're, we're their protector right barnes and yeah. and and so that gets back to people saying well these fucking people that we trained just quit well we knew they would quit once we left anyways right barnes so yeah. i'm not lying it, like these yeah, they, these no, are, I, we, we weren't training fucking operators we were training no, people you know, to stand beside us not stand without us does that make sense yeah and you know i told people all the time i was like you know 
eventually we're going to pull out of Afghanistan, and when right. we do, it's going to fold. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, why is it going to fold? And I'm like, here's the thing, man. We're it's going to fold. It would fold to whoever put themselves in power. And yeah, hopefully, but but hopefully we put somebody, hopefully in the end of the mission that we were never able to complete, so we were just, now we're just fucking pipe dreaming. But I think, and I believe when I served anything, that the end-all mission was to make the place better. And yes. we never got to that. We were never given the opportunity. We did that in Germany, man. People were forgetting well, yeah. that, dude. We were in Germany for fucking how many years? 30, 40 yeah. fucking years. Well, well, here's the thing about Afghanistan, man. We had posts with firmly, buildings. Get the fuck yeah, out of I here. Firmly, I firmly believe this about Afghanistan. People had in their mind we were going to build America in the Middle East. And we that shit wasn't going to happen. No, they, you knew that. Yeah, they you did. fucking got off the airplane. Yeah, they don't see themselves as a fucking country. They see themselves as tribes. Yes, tribes. all over the place. And that's what they are. It's not it's we define them as a country or or whoever define them as a country, but you go down to the human like to the human level, to the individual level, they're part of their tribe before they're a part of their country. The culture is like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I and mean, that's it, a culture thing. That's a culture in the, thing. In the, in the grand scheme of things, some British dude drew some fucking lines on the map because if you talk to people in Afghanistan, the the real lines Right. You can speak oh. to this. Navid's from Pakistan, so yeah, the well, real the borders. The, 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 deep, the borders the were line. drawn by Mother Nature, right? We're talking valleys and mountains and, and, and ridges. Well, and, I'm, talking, and, I'm talking about when they drew the lines on the map. Right. You had fucking Brit. Right. Well, this compass is and shit. But in reality, if you look at the tribal Right, Why? a lot of the border goes straight through a tribe's territory, and that's not a border then. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Right. You know, you know, Pashtun Wali people, the people right. who believe Pashtun shit, right. you know, they're deep in Pakistan all the way into Afghanistan. Yeah. Right. So, See? you know, the lines we drew on a map don't mean shit. Yeah, it, it, it stops right there in Pakistan if you believe the map, right? Right there yeah. at the border. Now, keep yeah. in mind, I, I came when I was five, so I don't know too much. But, I, but like, you know what we're speaking of. But yeah. even in, on the border of Pakistan, they want to make, they want to carve out another slice. Because right. that's the, with, I think, the Baloch. People right. Live, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want their own space, so they want right. Their own so country. they want to claim their own land, which is how they done it for thousands look, of look, years, though, right? Yeah. If you look at where the like the the, the way those people moved from the steppes, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all tribal. Right. It's, yeah, it has nothing to do with a border like countries that with yeah. that basically English or, or English well, speakers. I mean, if you, I, I mean, if you look at it, you know, I mean, these people have been fighting thousands of years. They're going to fight right? the end of time. I mean, that's like if you read uh, the book. Right, and I think where we step in and people say, then why did we even get involved in the first place? Well, it's so that we could sort of pick a side where we see the side that sort of see things our way and see what we think is betterment for that part of the world. We wanted to aid them and give them our support. Well, aiding and giving them in other countries, sometimes that's just a dollar. Sometimes that's just food and that type of aid. But in these Middle Eastern countries, it's been bringing our soldiers and putting them on the ground and then giving that advantage to the society we support. That's happened yeah. in South America. That's happening everywhere. But when we did this in Afghanistan, guess what? That side was set up to succeed in the master plan. And again, like I said, they were succeed. They, you know, yeah, give the country back to themselves. Giving the country back to themselves themselves with the support of the allies of the NATO nations, not giving the country back to themselves and fend for yourselves. Never. I don't think it was. I think that's what we did, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, we just I mean, fucked them. We just said fuck you, basically. Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's man. not what I said though. But that's what we as a country but said. I have. A, do you think that they want so? There has to be a desire. I uh, I heard one time during the the Revolutionary War, right? That only there was only about three percent or five percent or whatever, but it was a real small number, right? Of Americans that actually fought. Yeah, yeah. The rest sat. It's still back, that way. It's but the six rest, percent. Now, yeah, the I rest think. Fought, uh, sat back and and said, regardless, to see who was going to win, the will of the winner, right? To, to so, but there was that that desire for freedom, right? Do you think that? is there or it was okay well you're here now we'll do what you tell us to do that's i think i believe that that's what went on when now that when we're the americans are here they have the bigger guns and more money like we as a people who want who who are not that hell-bent on on suffering we will we will side with them you know that's why i talk about the day and night with you know when the lights go down and, and we're not supposed to move around and stuff and you go back and you get to sit down at a table with your neighbor. Are you really an ally to the Americans? Or are you just the job? Yeah. Yeah. The reason why the Taliban was able to take over so quickly is because those guys were just there doing a job. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that. I mean, in, in, in the end, this is how I see it, man. For 20 years, Mm-hmm. We did what we could to make people's lives better. Yeah, and we it's, did. And, Women and everybody. We didn't like yeah. that, that. That can't go. It's getting lost. But you think twenty years would yeah. be enough to change? You know what I mean? Like that's a long. Time. No, I don't think so. I, I I think that's how in thousands a year of fear. But you're you're ten years old, and you grow, and you you're you're not thirty. And but you've and always heard about saw. how it was. All you yeah. saw, but yeah. what you heard about it used to be you got killed for. Not wearing this, or you got killed if you acted this kind of way. You died. And now Your family, and, that, and, that, and now and it's get not that far off. Yeah, and they're getting killed again. Yeah, music yeah. is banned. Huh? Yeah, music, music is, banned. is banned. Like you know, women that had businesses lost their businesses. They lost. See, I'll get myself in trouble when it comes to religion. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm because, not. I'm not because, talking well, about. No, 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 re- but, I don't even talk about religion. No, That's, but Barnes can agree to this. That the, the, those two there. Are married together, religion and culture. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Religion so you can't split it off, right? Right, yeah, yeah. But what's being preached today, and this is just my personal opinion, right? right? Not making claims for anybody else. Yeah. But it's so far from the actual core. The core, I think, in all religion, in my it's opinion, so all religions far, got away from what really made it what it was. Yeah, yeah, for sure, the core. But there's, but in fundamentalism, know, that's the craziness. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, right? There's two two sides, right? On yeah. one side, you could get too relaxed. Yeah, yeah, right. All right that's a different scenario. Right. But there, it's so rigid to the right. Everybody. And it's based off of somebody, and this is my opinion. Right. Based off of somebody's interpretation. I don't like music. Music is banned. Right, yeah, it's not a legitimate coming from the heavens type thing. Yeah, for sure, whether we know better. Sound was created by God, right? Right, I I believe so. Someone Mother Nature put a lot here for us, you know what I mean? But, so there was that, you know what I mean? What else are we talking about? We got so much going on, and and one thing I want to talk, bring Barnes on about here, I, I just... I just want to read through my little notes. I had this stuff, but this all this this it, it's so comical, and 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 like we saw it in the military, right? I try to people. Well, the government does a conspiracy theory, but we saw a trickle down effect in the in the military. You know, we we threw remember we threw rounds into Area J, live rounds into the weeds, so that we didn't have to count them at the end of the month. 
or we were made to go fire off rounds just so that next year's training cycle we were given more rounds. Remember that, Barney? Yes, Spindex, baby. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. That's what we did. So like we're. And we're at an age where, we, you know, we, me and, like, Barnes is, my fear is what what's going to happen when I'm gone. I think Barnes is the same way. You know, I don't fear for what's happening in Holden and Jackson and in, in today and stuff because I'm here. I'm here to protect them. I'm here to guide them. But when I'm not, you know, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? I think that's the, the only real, like, sort of fear I have. And then when, as I grow older and I gain friends and stuff, and I, as they get older and prove to me that I'm not as smart as I thought I am and they don't require me as much as I it's it's gonna blend into to something peaceful where I get to sit in a you know what I mean I'll be okay sitting on the porch one day with my kids more than ten ten miles away from me. Yeah, I, I don't worry about things today because if shit hits the fan today, right? I'm still young enough that I can right. still throw down. But you know, in twenty years, right? When I'm sixty five, you know, I'm not gonna be in the kind of shape I am now. To use what i know right it's, you know? it's going to be obsolete you're, you're like part of part of our form is our function and when we lose the function we have no form uh, right you can still squeeze it off you know what i mean but you gotta be able to lift that bitch and, and my point is it shouldn't have to come to that like I, we went overseas so we didn't have to have that here so yeah, I, so I, the I, fact I that we have so many boy. people like us thinking about even how do we defend our own home here in the United States of America has got shit all kinds of fucked up in my view, right, Tony? Yeah, I mean, that's my thing, man. You know, I never had grand visions of, well, we're going to end the war on terror. This shit ain't never going to end. It's been No, going, we'll call it something different. You can't But the whole point, the whole point right. of it was to keep it away from here. From home, yes, from off our soil, one hundred percent. And now we're, and now we're importing people, and we're letting just a flood of fucking people. And you know, I'm all about. But we know, don't know about like we don't know. How do you know that? How do we know? Well, well I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. I got a partner that I see. Like I believe you. I'm just saying, like that's if you listen to the news, it's not even going on. It's not in the news. We we don't. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. And what scares me so bad about tomorrow? Is I got a partner that's in Border Patrol. And right. He's been in Border Patrol probably ten years. Yeah, dude, he's been telling me for years about how many prayer mats and Qurans, and I ain't bagging on Muslims. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's the fact. I'm just saying it's just the fact that they found so many prayer mats and Qurans at the border. Right. Of Mexico and Texas. Yeah. Oh, that's real talk. And Barney, they don't, don't get offended. Report it. No oh, more. He's, yeah, he knows. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they don't report it. It's not something reported. It's not a Why? sensitive thing because it's so it's 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 too run, political. It, it, no, it is what it is. It's it's running the mill. It's like, well, you're gonna find empty aluminum cans and Qurans and prayer mats, right? Yeah. So like it, where whereas in the beginning you found a Quran and a prayer mat, you're like, uh oh, stop the presses, take pictures, let's call in people, yeah. what's going on? Let's do some research. Who's yeah. here? Now yeah, it's you know, just whatever what it is. Buddy, you know, that's what my buddy was saying. He was mm -hmm. like, you know, Security. Five years ago, when we found the first one, you uh -huh. know, it was a big deal. Right. He said, but we're finding so much of it now that people don't even bat an eye about it. And I'm like, we keep talking about 9-11. Right. And people don't even know that shit's happening. Right. They think that's why, they think that's why we need a wall. Huh? That's why we need a wall. Yeah, and they need a wall. And as soon as Biden became president, they stopped building it. But up to the day he was elected, they were building it. 
And people would say, no, no they weren't. No, they weren't. I 100% know for a fact, and I can't tell you how or why, but I know for a fact they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a friend that was like, like Well, hey, like I'm going to tell you this. Do you know that the companies that were supposed to build it? Yeah. They're still getting paid to build it? Yeah. Well, I know the dude just thought, like, when he got it, like, it's no, not. No, no, but l- listen to what he said. Go ahead. They're still getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. To yeah. Build it. What's well, a not contract? It. Yeah, well, that, that's what it is. We're, we're, we're not pissed off about that. We can waste money in this country, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's my whole point. People don't even realize that. That's a contract, it, bro. Yeah. They got, they got a contract. Regardless of what the president says. Yeah, that's legal and binding agreement. Whoever's president, like, you got your four-year government contract. I don't care. If it ran through 2024, guess what? You still got it. You're still getting yeah, you're paid still regardless. Get paid. Yeah. And just because the president says you can't build something, well, you're still going to pay me for building it even though I'm not building it. Bitch. That's what I'd say to our president. I'd say bitch. Yeah. Just like that. Uh, yeah, man. So there's a lot of that going on, dude. And I'm just glad, you know what I mean? People say, blah, 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 blah. Look, you got to talk I, about it. People got to talk about it that I, know about it. I never worried too much about immigration. Yeah. Like being an immigrant myself. Like, my, yeah, my yeah. Father, I was fortunate my father brought us here. Right. But. When you compound what's going on today, right? right how how sensitive people. No one's it, teaching. It, listen, no, no, no one teaches. Uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but mm-hmm. words won't hurt me. That's not taught. It's the other way around. Right, yeah, words yeah. hurt more. Words than hurt, stones, man. Right? Words are so fucking awful. Um, I can't when understand. You, when you, how when you add to. all of that together, right, and all the movements that happened mm-hmm. recently, now I worry. I I don't want. I don't my, care if they f- listen to me, Navi, and this is my take on fucking immigration. You see how I live? I got fucking nine other adults in my house, one bathroom, 14 dogs, 18 cats, lizards, snakes, the mice, the spiders, all that bullshit. I don't give a fuck. You stack 100% law-abiding, legal American citizens, green card holders, whatever you want, people in the process, whatever you want, people that got here illegally but are taking the right steps to be legal— Stack them next to me. Put them in my house. I ain't got a motherfucking problem because they, they're they not a safety issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a real problem when we letting anybody in. Guess what? When we go overseas, we just don't let anybody come into our post. There's a reason for that. It's not because we don't like them. It's not because this or that. It's a safety thing. We are giving away our safety at the southern border. They're giving away the safety to my house, to your house, to our friend's house. And these motherfuckers on the motherfucking liberal fuck, sorry, I didn't want to get political, have no problem with just letting any Tom, Dick, and Harry live next door to them. And I'm not okay with that. And they're okay with Tom, Dick, and Harry wants to be Sue, Sally, and Fucking Samantha, and guess what? That's okay, but I don't want to know how they piss. What it, I was telling Barnes earlier. Mm, sorry. Um, God damn it, we're not supposed what to. What politicized me to to to, to this, this? I love everybody, dude. This I know, but this is the last country on earth that allows us the freedoms that we have. Right. They even we, speak if, like I just spoke. If we lose this, it's over. Yeah, yeah, we can't. This, this is the, and I believe that. I believe that I still have confidence that there's enough fucking hard dicks, fucking guys with nuts the size of fucking watermelons that call themselves Americans that'll put the end to the bullshit. Because I was just a, I was fucking nothing in the field of awesomeness. 
but it took every single little peon of us to make it. And those guys are still up there. They're not going to let this go down like that. You know what my son asked me? Goes, a lot of people are making it hard. Why don't we take uh, yeah, Hassan, right? Yeah. Why don't we take all these people that mm-hmm. think this way and just give them a little town over here? It's called California. And then surround it by country folks. Right. <laughs> so they can't leave. <laughs> yeah, 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 or they won't cut through. Yeah, yeah. It ain't even like that. They won't want it. Like, you know what I mean? It'll be. It's like it says like and people try to say oh, funny be joking like California. Well then what are we stuck with? New York? I don't want that. I don't want fucking DC. I don't want Baltimore. I don't want none of that crap. But, and, and I don't think it's And I'm not talking states. about the people. And, I'm talking and, about the way it's run and what you I don't want to walk out of the street and run into a fucking needle or a fucking or a fucking junkie. I and that's the problem. There's no right with we don't we live in a country where we, you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. We also live in a country where it may allow you to live that way and such is life. I'm okay with them, but don't bring it in on my people. Go ahead. And California has its place. New York has its place. Like, that's part of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that thinking. Yeah, it's that it's okay to go shit in public. Like, they pass laws. It's okay to poop. Listen, well, what's going on in San basic, Francisco? But oh. basic stuff like hard work. Right. Right. But doing right by everybody else, following the law. Yeah, like, code. What we talk about simple, code. Simple no one stuff. talks about code anymore. They don't talk about code or exercise. Every, people are bragging that it's cheaper to, or it's uh, they make more staying home and collecting money. Than right. Actually well, let's see how that goes. They stopped uh, unemployment shit this week. I don't know how it goes. I didn't get none of it. Yeah, I'm employed like shit. They should have gave it to me. Retired doesn't mean you're employed, does it? Oh. No, that's the that's <laughs> If, if you if you have military retirement, you don't qualify for unemployment. Right, but I'm on the fucking cusp of being poor. Thank God for my family and my friends, dude. If I if it, if it listen, if it was up to me, like listen, if it was left up to my pension and what they pay me, my kids couldn't play soccer. I couldn't travel with, and that's a fucking sad state of things. But I also yeah, believe that it know, takes a village, so I put my village through the ringer when it comes to raising my well, kids. You better you know, do that. I, I, I'm about to run back into that too because. My yeah. company said, hey, you're getting, the, you're getting the shot or you're losing your job. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll lose my job. Well, you're too, well no, bar- you're maybe you're not losing your job. You're looking for another one. <laughs> well, fuck well, them, I've, man. I've, I've, already, I've already lined up three. So, right. You know, but in the end, you know, that you're talking about unemployment and shit like that. People like us, we don't qualify for it because we get no. retirement. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you know. You act like this is something extra that I'm getting on top. I'm like, yeah, I, I put in 20 years of blood, sweat, and tears for this. Right, for for a fraction of what I what I deserve. You yeah, know what I mean? And, and you guys yeah, sac- you know, and I mean, you fight I, for no, it, Barnes. You, you guys sacrifice your life, though. That's well, I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's it, a whole different. It, it, it ain't like we didn't fight and suffer for the shit that fucking we're getting now. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think it's, you know, they say, well, you get half of your base pay. I'm like, bitch. You know what base pay is? Is poverty. No one's like. I don't think there's an enlisted member. If you just gave them their base pay at at 15 years, would be considered above the poverty line. That's the truth. Now you add into the the basic allowance for housing and separate rations for some food for married soldiers and shit like that. Then you get above the poverty line. Luckily, there's a lot of things provided for you in the military that just aren't written in stone that you get to save a little money, but you're not making a bunch of money. You know what I mean? No one's getting rich in the military. Hey, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, man. As a reti- as a first sergeant deployed, right. deployed, getting all the combat, right, yeah, yeah. the no taxes, all that bullshit, I thought I was shitting in high cotton right. until I became a contractor. In high cotton. Yeah, right. you know, as yeah, a contractor, t- yeah, go working ahead. in Iraq, I made more 
in two weeks working as a contractor in Iraq and Afghanistan than I did as a first sergeant. In charge of hundreds of Americans, basically yeah. responsible for hundreds of Americans. That's some, That's another thing to think about, too. Yeah, that's you why know, I don't I, think you guys should have to work after that. I don't think, like, the I think... The rest of your life. The rest yeah, of your life. That's how they did it in old empires, right? Once you retired, you got as a, As a fucking soldier, yeah, yeah. Like as a, a gladiator, yeah. Give you a land and some donkeys and shit, man. I just want to, like, yeah. Like, I believe... Because as a soldier, I'll never, uh, uh, humility is part of what you're supposed to be. So I'll say no. But yeah, like, like I, I have no problem if Barnes got done when he was done and he had his little spot that he raised his family, it didn't bother anybody. Because I know if you didn't have to, you wouldn't leave home, would you, Barnes? You just stay there with no. your family. Yeah, like I'm the same way too. It, it's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate. That's why I got in such an uproar, Barnes. I always told people, why are you getting... I'm not involved in politics and none of that shit, but, man, f- of, like, they finally, with this COVID shit, affected what happens when I walk in and out of my front door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Both in and out. That's the problem. You couldn't get away from it. Everything else they've ever done, uh, you know what I mean, we could get away from. Just by moving away or doing it not... Agree- Even if I didn't agree with a certain law or this and that, I could get away from it safely and be shielded from it by myself. I could not shield myself and my family from this COVID-19 and all the rules that went with it. Not the sickness, not the illness, just the rules and regulations and demands upon me and my family that were extra. I could not avoid that, and that's what got to me. Because and, I and, never and in one million years thought that would happen in our country, Barnes. And, and, and here's the thing, Jason. It's just somebody saying, well, you can't. Right, because that's what I'm talking can't. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's why. You know, I keep hearing about executive order this, mandate that. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about none of that because that ain't a law. Right, show me in the law or show me with good real facts. Don't skew it. Don't make me. Look, because if I do doubt you, I'm not doubting you because I hate you because someone else, you made me doubt you. The reason why yeah. I doubt the facts and where they're coming from is because they made me doubt them. Well, and look at the yeah, psychology, when you, right? When you catch them in lies saying one thing and then, you know, a week later saying the exact opposite, I'm like, bitch, the internet is forever. Right, and I unless we stand you. up, unless we say, okay, that enough is enough, we're going to require better from you, they will keep doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, so it's it started with... Uh, in order to uh, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. That was that. This is what we've got to do. Right. We're going to mask and up. We're going to th- get. Then six slowly feet from it turned. Yeah. Slowly it turned into. Well, if you be, if you do this, if you behave, well, just like right, we yeah. do with our kids. Right. If you behave. Right. We might give you this freedom back. Right. Well, yeah. Like yeah. That's the psychological. Yeah, uh, that's psychological. psychological. Some real it, psychological. Now shit. people are going around going, well, I'll like you've got co-workers friends right yeah why don't you just go ahead and get the damn vaccine right. so that we can all yeah. get back it's like wait wait wait, wait. when did this just get it like what no. happened to my body yeah. my right rules? yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know and and listen and I, I want one of them people that are so easy to say go get the vaccine show me where where it's cured it show yeah. me where it's any different like you know what because there's some famous people that got it and then it Here's, don't have hey, it no you, more and they didn't get a shot. And I want to be like go. them. Well, let, let me hit you with some experience. Here we go. So seven out of 10 were vaccinated up there where he worked, but go ahead. Yeah. Seven out of 10. <laughs> so, so, you know, we run two task orders and one is somewhere and one is somewhere else. Right. I ain't going to get into right. it. Because yeah. I ain't got to, I ain't got to violate my non-disclosure agreement. Right. But, uh, here's the thing. 
when I talk to the medical directors, when they come down to do the medical days, right. when we have to put guys shots and shit, right. and, the, and the doctors have to see them, right. you know, they're always pushing me. They're like, hey, have you got your facts yet? I'm like, fuck no, they ain't going to get it. Right. <laughs> like, why not? And and we got to post and that. And I'm like, well, let me ask you a series of simple questions, boys. I said, if y'all can convince me, I'll go get it today because the nurses are here. Right. I'll just go back to where they go. Right. And, and I'll have it. them hook me up. Right. You know, I've took plenty of vaccines in my life in the army. Right. And for this company to They go try to throw that up in my face all the time too. Well, you did it for, the army just gave you vaccines. You took yeah. the flu vaccine. So I said I said, so let me ask you this. I said, if I get the vaccine, can I still catch COVID? And they were like, Well, yes, it's just like the flu shot. You know you can't. Right. And I'm like, Okay, cool. So that's that's first strike against you. Right. I'm like, if I get the vaccine, can I still catch it? Can I still give, give to COVID people. to people? Right. And they're like, well, yeah, it's just like the flu shot. You know, you can. I said, then what the fuck is the difference between me and you? Right. Because, I, I listen, I have one kid that gets a flu shot all the time and one kid that doesn't. So I'm, it's not like I'm one of these vaxxers, anti-vaxxers. It's just how life has gotten to me. And right now, life has gotten to me where it's such that they told me to get a vaccine for something and I don't want to do it because it's, I mean, yeah, it, I mean you know. It, here's my thing. I'm not anti-vax. No. And I and I pushed my mom and dad to get it. Yeah, like I like that's why I was okay. Like they made like like I was when my dad got it, I was like, Okay, he needs to because he's old. I yeah, think you know, I think that and, and unfortunately like now in in hindsight, I think even that was bad thinking. I think he got it, sick and this is just my thinking he's gonna say or he didn't. But he had a little ill right after that where he's feeling a little faint and dizzy and stuff. I think it had something to do with it. He'll say it wasn't, but it was shortly after he got the first shot, so or, or the second one, one of them. But yeah. I, I, mean, I, know, I, I maybe shouldn't have been okay it. with him. I'd have felt bad if something really bad happened to him. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, you know, I mean, my parents have comorbidities, and here's the thing about COVID. Right, if I'm listening. you get it and you got comorbidities, it's a fucking death sentence. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, for sure. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing: I'm not seventy. Oh, yeah. I'm in good shape, relatively. Right. You know, I mean, compared to ninety percent of the people in the country, I'll run circles around them. Right. I'm not getting it because I don't think I need it. It has a ninety-nine. Right. And how are they going to know that, that you got be, it, Barnes? How are they going to know? But that should be your well. Here's the thing. Right? I keep I keep hearing them say this too. Well, there's no. How are they going to know you have it? Yeah, they say there's no database of COVID people. You know, people that's got the shot, and I'm right. like. Well, then how are you going to come around and tell people, hey, you need to get the shot if you don't know who ain't got it and who doesn't? Right. Because, how, because uh, so, Barn, I was showing Jason yeah, uh, the World Health Organization. That was organization. my segue. And look at this fucking digital passport shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. World, world, and here's my thing, man. I, I'm an easygoing guy. I don't fuck with people. I don't want nobody fucking with me. But until you have to show an ID when you vote in an election. Yeah. Right. I'm not I'm not running around with a fucking ID saying, Hey, I got stuck with your jab because it went from two weeks to flatten the curve. Right. To fucking three jabs to feed your family. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like they're really trying to they they're gonna cause they're gonna take people's jobs from them. I'm pissed about that. You know. He like Biden in a speech. Speech he this fucking dumb fuck he said he's gonna use if he has to use his power to remove people that you know what I mean, like well, he, really, hey, president hey, hey, is hey, that president? When you talk about dictatorship hey. or or um, uh, yeah. uh, oppression, right? Yeah. Once they tie this like a demand, mm-hmm. 
uh, and put that condition on you earning a living. On one of your feeding, rights, yeah, yeah. Earning a living yeah, and feeding yeah. your family. Yeah. Then, then that, that's... Your borderline that's what, what, fucking Castro and shit, dude. Well, hey, here oh. you go. Let me hit you with this. So the chief of staff, I don't forgot the weasel's name. I can right. see his little budgy fucking pasty face right now. <laughs> he went, they found the workaround. They're going to use OSHA. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So that they don't have to pass a law. And I'm right. like, here's the thing. I don't care about your executive order because I don't work for the executive branch and you right. can suck my very little nuts. You know, I don't care what you say. I'm right. not doing it. But, but, but going so through OSHA I, is known, slick, so though, I know, man. I know folks that... Yeah, because now... Hey, but here's the thing, man. Now it's a safety I, thing. I, now you're hurting your, your fellow man. Yeah, well, here's my thing, man. I don't push religion at nobody. I right. don't care which... I don't care who you worship. I don't right. care what you do. Right. But here's the thing. I can show you in the Bible where it talks about you can't buy, sell, or trade. Right. We're getting to the point... That if you don't have this vaccine, you're not going to be able to buy, sell, or trade because you ain't going to be able to have a job to fucking work to get right, money. Right, 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 And when, are, when are they going to come after my benefits? Uh, and see, that's what I'm. When are they going to come after but, our benefits? Those of us that earned and paid the price for our benefits just want to yeah. be left the fuck alone. Are they going to come and get our money? Dude, I'm telling you, it's only a matter of time before guys that have military retirements are gonna go. You're gonna get the shot, or we're gonna turn your retirement off. Right, and then what do I get to do? Do I is that like I like this is where you guys gotta watch me, Barnes, and all those that know me. Uh, this is where I, I'm gonna do it. Barnes, I promise you, when they when they, that's them fucking with my family, like that's and yeah. I I can't control that. When they take away my money, I'm gonna have to make a point. Yeah, well, that's that's my thing, mm. man. I don't, I don't, and I, I don't, don't want it to come to that, bro. I, I hope not. That, but hey, when when you make me decide between my family's going to starve or I'm going to get the shot, I'm not getting a shot. No, and your family's gonna, not going to starve either, brother. I promise you that. Because I can promise you that I'm going to take 20 years of military plus the time contracting, right. learning. From right. professional shitheads. Right. How to be a shithead yourself but, and go and do that. Yeah. Quick question. You, you make me a fucking you make me a fucking criminal? <laughs> I will show you that. Hey, just you like you're the best that. soldier you could be, you'll be the best criminal you can be for your country and for your family. What were you gonna say, Navi? So that the the time for from from where we're at now to right. what, what what you guys are talking about, right? right. Take, t- I want to be very careful, but taking action, if you will. Right, right. having right. to do something that no one wants it's, to it's do. It's all going to depend on how close it hits home to each, right. each and every one of us. Meaning if it happens in a different state, you're reading about it, eh, it's, but once it starts getting closer and closer to your door. Right, that's the problem. That's that why waiting, I'm involved. And that's that, that, that time right yeah. now where I worry. Like you look at yeah, how long on, is that time? Is that time twenty minutes or twenty years? It, have you, uh, Barnes? Have you read what's going on in in Australia, for example? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Go it's ahead. It's insane. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Like, that's it, crazy, dude. They're like fucking straight ass fucking tyranny. Right. You can't leave your house. You can't fucking go outside. They're grabbing children and like, can you imagine somebody walking in, busting into your house, taking your child and then stabbing them? You know, like or stabbing, giving them the shot. And, and you can't nah. do anything no, about it. No, someone's getting shot. No, I, everybody's hey. getting shot on that day, I promise you. And, yeah, hey, yeah. Here's, here's my and that's why they that, want to take our guns away. That's the difference yeah. between Australia and America. Right. They got no guns. Right, and thank God we do have our guns. And thank yeah, God we're allowed to have our guns. Yeah, if, if you think you're going to kick open my door and walk in and stab everybody with a needle, I hate to tell you, I'm going to put some hot shit in you. <laughs> hot shit in you. I was, we were driving to pick up the car, and... 
uh, for some reason it just it keeps uh, I keeps missing the fact that it's only been ten months. What with with, with this president? Oh yeah, 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 yeah man. it feels like it's been two that, years. Yeah, but like, ha- look, I'm, just I'm as, look, it only took so him ten ju- months to fuck it all up, man. We'll get somebody back in when this is over with that'll fucking fix it in ten yeah. months. Well, I keep telling my, you know, my wife. That's like, my hope and dream. I love this country to, to, to bring the great white hope back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, man, I, I don't like politics, right? But by been in office like fucking 10 months and he's done fucked up two countries fuck him <laughs> up man fuck him all up man but hey look so i think we're at a good stopping point now like barnes this is not the end of the conversation i think in like in another couple weeks we'll get on here and do this again and just keep rolling if you're cool with that man i think yeah, this, man, tony up. is gonna be my man on the, like on the sideline for just being all things american you know what i mean because it's fucked up, Tony. I think we're in a bad spot in the country, but like guys like you and me, like we smile and move on about it because we do know that we, it can be better. That the people that will make it better can be in those positions. Like it's 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 a, a perpetual hope, and it and that's one thing about being an American and, and and being a soldier. You know, one thing about being a soldier was that there was always this perpetual light at the end of the tunnel. We. As sucky as things were, being in the field, being wherever, it sucked. But we always knew it got better when we got home. We always knew we were going to do something. You know what I mean? They're starting yep. to fuck with our home, Tony. And and so those of us that need to step up will step up if the time ever comes. We hope not because, you know, I sat down planning on sitting down for a long time, not getting up. So hopefully that's where we stay. But, man, I appreciate you doing this, man. Just talking. You know, and I, you know, we, fuck, we've done it. We've proved it in real life. We, we do it in person, but this is great. So, thank you, Tony, and good night. Tell everybody in North Carolina, I say what up. Uncle Noodles will be down soon enough. We are we're going to North Carolina sometime, in, in, like in the next few months. So I'll let you know. We'll get to. Well, let me let me know when you get down here, man. We'll link up again. Yeah, we will for sure, man. I love you, brother. Take care of everybody, and 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 we'll talk soon. Yeah. Hey, one one quick thing. Oh, I'm gonna. Hey, I'm gonna video that. Hold on, but we're gonna give this to you before we put it. So I'm gonna send it to you. Hopefully, sometime in the morning. You tell me you like it, and then we'll post it. But then you share away, cause I'll be out of jail tomorrow. <laughs> uh, hey, I just want to say I got my shirt on that uh, Benny Reynolds got me. Oh. Uh, Fuck around and find out. Nice. What about Benny? That's someone we're gonna have to get. We're gonna have to have a reunion with him. Like. When I go to yeah. North, we're gonna do a show from North Carolina. He's another so all, buddy all that's down there. All the guys that you, you, you mentioned. Yeah, when, when, yeah. When, when I go home in a couple of weeks, yeah. when I come back to work next time, whether I got a job when I'm done or not, right. I'm still going to see my mom and dad. Link up I'm with Vinny. I'm, I'm gonna go see Vinny because he got me this shirt and some cigars and a little Ranger lighter. Yeah, he's the one so that I, gave me a hatchet. Yeah, so I ordered him a a, a Whoopi hoodie. It's a I've line seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just rocked mine the other day when May- I rocked another poncho. I have a, a field jacket liner. I was wearing it and outside. I, and, I, and that's all this is, is a field jacket liner. With a hood on it, right? It probably don't, does it have the armpit holes? No, it don't. See, it, it the don't armpit fit. holes are crucial, man. Off. Yeah, yeah, see, that'll get you. That'll you guys got to all try to see when you can... Fly out. Yeah, it'd yeah. be cool to do like a thing, man. A well, that we'll do podcasting, get a sponsor, and then have a sponsor get a bunch of group of old Alpha Company two five zero four guys together and pay for yeah. the party. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, H uh, minus is in Fort Benning. Yeah, he's and right C- down there, right? He lives down yeah, there. Yeah, and, and Contrato is right outside of Benning too. 
Did he retire, Contrada? Did he stay in? I and think all that? so. Yeah. I think I think he retired as an E seven. Oh, y'all didn't stay tight then after you left Bragg. Yeah, I stayed in my. I mean, I mean, we stayed in touch. I These two were like connected at the hip. When y'all were like, y'all didn't, when y'all were roommates, y'all were some straight shit, man. Yeah, they, hey, they, that's they how we talked about trouble. some of the times we went to Chattanooga. We do. That's why I need to get Billy on here. That's why I'm hoping this one turns out pretty good, and a couple of the guys will see it like, man, I need to get on there, and we'll have a couple. Like, I think we can put three or four of us on there. Yeah, we'll have fun, man. All right, That'd Tony, I love you, man. I gotta drive back and get Molly this business. Well, she, tell Miss Molly I said hey, and I love you, brother. I love you too, man. You do I know, I know, and that they should be scared of that, right? All we got to do is call each other, and we're there. That's scary. Yep, and I was gonna good. say because I. I don't know where exactly where you are in Maryland, but I'll drive my happy ass right Yeah, Massingale show you. It's where the goats will fuck you up, brother. All right, man. I love you. Have a good one. How do All right, you love turn you. This up? Safe, we will. Take it easy. All right, man.